Hello, everybody. I am your host, Felipe Melicio. This is the Total Basis Podcast. And with me, I have a special co-host this week. It is our good friend, my good buddy, Henry Maldonado Jr. Henry, how are you doing this morning? Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Total Dongs. Total Dongs, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that sounds. What, my laughter? Oh, no, the Total Dongs, I mean. <laughs> total, total Dongs. I like how that sounds. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, it's going to be a good one as uh, we are on in the missing Sean formation. Sean, uh, my usual host, uh, Sean Flannery, had to step away uh, for this week. But Henry was nice enough to join me this weekend anyway. So I greatly I mean, appreciate look, it, man. Go it, ahead. It's good. Sean got a, an upgrade. You know, he, slight, he got over, slightly overweight, better looking. I mean, you know, it's a nice trade off. <laughs> Well, I mean, shoot, you've been you've been putting in the work, though, right? You had a workout before you uh, joined I, us. This I had a workout before I came in. I'm, I'm having my morning boostello. I mean, you know, there you go. Things are good. I can't complain. How's that working out for you? No pun intended. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's uh, morning workouts, I think, are the best for me. Yeah. Um, get your day going. You're more uh, more apt to watch what you're eating during the day. So morning workouts seem to be the formula that works for me. All right. Well, that's good to know. And uh, you could, you know, sh- uh, Henry's been sharing his workout stuff uh, over in our uh, secret, secret uh, Facebook group, which I, I don't think we, we should be mentioning. But, you know, he's been uh, keeping tabs of it and keeping us um, updated yes. there. So you got to uh, earn your keep into, to get into that uh, secret, get into that group for sure. That's for our folks that are in our other groups and uh, the inner circle of sorts. Yeah. We've put in some time and, and who, you know, just generally mesh well with the other members. So. Yeah, that's what it's all about right there. We're building a community, damn it. Okay, well, with yeah, that being one at that. hell yeah. Well, at that be, with that being said, uh, we do. Henry and I are in a fantasy baseball league. Naturally, we are admins here in the uh, baseball life Facebook group, uh, the best baseball group in all of Facebook. Because I said so. Because it's the fact, Jack. Well, and, look, Facebook yes. themselves kind of much, you know, pretty much indicated. So, I mean. They flew us out to LA. They did a commercial with us. They use our groups for sponsorships. I mean, that that's pretty much it right there. I mean, what else can we say about it? It is what it is. And that's and the fact is that we were hand selected among many. So just saying. That's a, that's a reminder. I should uh repost that commercial just, just to have some fun. It's, it's, it's that time of year, man. You should opening probably, yeah. day, opening day time to post a commercial for sure. Hmm. I like that cup there. Oh, my Spider-Man mug? I like that. Yeah. It's uh, one of many gifts my wife has given me over the years. So um, that's when I knew I should have married her. So I did five years later. But that's a long, no, that's another different story. So well, anyway, let's get going. Um, Ooh, Sunday morning wood, according to Leon. Like <laughs> Sunday morning wood. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Our good buddy Leon has always joining in. Jo- uh Leon over at the Step Back Podcast. Uh, Henry, you have your own podcast. You want to plug that in right now? Tomorrow, tomorrow, Dong City will be previewing the AO and NL West, making our selections and telling you why we think the Angels will suck this year. I don't know, man. I, I, the Angels can't. No, the Rangers are going to suck ass. That, that's who's going to really be bad. The Rangers are going to do what the Rangers do. They're going to hit. They're not going to play defense. They're not going <laughs> to pitch well. <laughs> that's what the Rangers do every year. Stop. The Ranger fans are going to get offended. <laughs> you don't fans? you don't mess you don't mess with well apparently they're gonna they're gonna have all the fans join them on opening every day. fan I, I you know what if they stuck to their guns and said that's gonna be their uh their choice all season I, I could even roll with that to say that they were gonna have all fans 
for opening day only, it's just a pure money grab. Oh, for sure. Because they know that they're going to average about 10,000 fans the rest of the season. And If that. If that. And that brand spanking new ballpark, which I have no idea. Anyway, that's a different story. But yeah, I've been to the ballpark in Arlington. I, if I fell in love with it uh, in 2019 when I went there. Um, and I had no idea why they wanted to tear it down. And now we get this gargantuan field that is going to be probably 10% capacity, regardless of a pandemic is, that, is going is on. Is that what it is? Is it 10%? Uh, no, it's uh, 20%. I'm saying they're going to do less than that oh, <laughs> anyways. <yeah. so laughs> okay. Well, uh, I don't know if you guys can see my screen, but uh, I have uh, the Fantrax Baseball Life League. As, uh, as I mentioned, Henry and I aren't in a baseball fantasy baseball league here uh it's a keeper league and we're trying to go at, at each other's throats winning this championship last year's champion aaron uh, who goes by aaron zook on facebook won it for the uh back to back so that meant that i had to pay go through customs once again so i can send this <laughs> stupid banner to canada so that's always fun and we I think I I think, can find a spot on my wall here for the banner well, you got to earn it first, right? So, uh, well, I got to be allowed to keep my keepers first. Well, keep your keepers, man. You got to get well, we'll get to your keepers in a little bit, but let's talk about Matthew Whelan's keepers first. As you can see, yes. uh, he's uh, deeply infatuated with uh, Shohei Otani. He, he went with Swohei Otani there. Swohei Otani, yeah. Uh, this is House Trout, so that's why I know it's him. And let's go check out his keepers. The, you got first baseman Freddie Freeman, Mike Dostremski, and Wander Franco. Those are his hitters. Uh, any qualms with any of his selections there? So let me ask you a question. Wander Franco had minor league eligibility, right? Mm-hmm. So he could have kept Wander Franco and someone else. No, it, it, he's right there in minor leagues. Right, but he had he could w- couldn't he have kept two? What is it? Two minor leaguers and three major leaguers. Uh, he could keep three major leaguers and as many as five minor league players that, that have to qualify for these minor league slots. So I'm curious as to why he didn't select another major league player. Oh, uh, well, I mean, he got Jacob DeGrom. And, oh, okay, um, I didn't see DeGrom. Okay. Yeah, there's a method to my madness. I like to go hitters first and then go to the pitcher. Sorry about that. Ah, I should have warned okay. you. Okay. But uh, Mike Jastrzemski is a, a particular one I was not expecting. Um, I, I, I'll have to see who the rest of his team was, but at this point it's too late. But he went with the surprisingly... Uh, grandson of a uh, legendary baseball player. Uh, I forgot his name, but uh, we call him Yaz. Yaz. Just, uh, Carl Yosemski. Carl Thank you so much. That's why I have a co-host. Um, so I don't know. What do you think about that, Henry? Uh, going uh, with the... I don't remember the rest of his team, but that's pretty surprising. I'm, I mean, he's one of those youngsters that came along last year, and he he was hot, man. He he was all the rage. He's a fun story, you know. Um, MVP uh, candidate for a while. Second generation ball player, you know, his grandfather well known. Yeah. Um, he's got two center field and right field eligibility. That's right. It's it's a bold choice, bold choice. I, I wasn't. I would have been interested to see who his other uh, options would have been. Yeah, you know what? Uh, let me stop sharing my screen and I'll work on that. But uh, what about Freddie Freeman? I mean, that's a that's a I mean, solid choice a, right there. That's a layup. That's that's that was he's coming off the MVP season. He's surrounded him. He's he's got a a crazy lineup around him. I mean, you'd have to think Ozzy Albies is going to be a contender for comeback player of the year because you know what he can do. Yeah. So Albies should be better. You have a that lineup is pretty deep and and he's right in the heart of it. So yeah, and Freeman's back a layup too. as a yeah. Freeman's a layup for me. And uh, any thoughts on Vander Franco? That kid. Oh, what you got for us? What you got for us? I, I got some some heat for you. For some heat, some Sunday night heat, there, brother. What, Sunday morning heat, Sunday morning wood. 
Sunday morning wood. Hold on. <laughs> and for those who can't, for those who can't see, uh, Henry's uh, reaching onto his uh, back desk right there and reaching for something. I don't know what it is. It's a surprise. Uh, Luis Robert. Uh oh. Oh, he's busting up the rookie cards. Is that what oh, I'm guessing? Sure. There it is. Oh, look at that. There it is. It's the return of a memorabilia Dong City version. Nine and a half uh, rated Wando Franco rookie card, uh, Bowman prospect. I got a couple of them here. So I got a, I got a 10 rated uh, Bo Bichette. Oh, look at that. Wait, I'm sorry. When you say the rating, I, I'm a novice. Uh, I don't collect cards like I used to. Can you explain to the folks what nine and a half, 10 rating? Um, what is all that? 10 rating is the best. They basically rate the condition of the card, wrinkles, edges, uh, layout, how it's printed, all kinds of stuff like that. So, ten is is immaculate. Ten is immaculate. One, oh, wow. nine, Wanda Franco, I got it at nine point five. If he turns out to be who we think he's going to be, that should be worth something someday. Do you believe that he will be who he who we think he should be? I think Wanda Franco will be the best player in baseball within five years. Wow, that's bold. I mean, even with the Tampa Bay Rays, who like to uh, mismatch their uh, lineups every day and like to that put two is, players. That kid ceiling is ridiculous. Yeah, well, the only hoping. person that will probably challenge him for that is uh, uh oh, oh, there's another card. Okay, let's go. Let's see what we got. Jason Dominguez. Hey, <laughs> this guy, Jason Dominguez, man. You, you, I, got, I actually hype? have a 10, uh, a 10 rated card, Jason Dominguez. Look at that, looking like a backstreet boy. Yeah, but do you, be, you uh, believe the hype there, uh, over there in Yankee? Them, yeah, I believe the hype. I don't believe that that's his age. I'm sorry, I'm not. <laughs> <lying>. <laughs> There's no way that kid is 18 years old. Well, what if he is? Maybe he, maybe he's the only uh, Dominican player who actually uh, gets a uh, three balanced meals out there. You Listen know, as a father of a 19 year old, my son just turned 19, who was on the baseball team, being around kids that age, there's no way in hell Jason Dominguez is 18 years old. You gotta believe, man. You gotta no. believe. No, no right. way. <laughs> oh, there it is. Okay, so I've been fiddling around with the Fantrax thing, and I'm. I'm looking for uh, Shohei's um, previous uh, roster. And uh, this is not the easiest website to deal with, but I think I finally figured it out. And yes, all right, let's get going. Now, we're not, I don't, I wasn't planning on doing this for the, uh, every, for all the ones, mm-hmm. but. Um, I mean, we can breeze through this pretty quickly. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to reshare my screen here. There it is. Can you see it again? I got you. Awesome. Okay, so, but we're kind of curious because he went with Mike Dostoevsky, which is, uh, but there's Eloy Jimenez. I would have went with it. I would have went with a Jimenez. I mean. Oh, he got Bo Bichette. Wow. Wow. You just mentioned a 10-rated card over there. And you're, uh, okay, so those are his hitters. Uh, um, oh, I got to talk to He didn't to keep Gavin Lux? I, we got we to gotta fix that. Yeah, he should have kept Gavin Lux because he got – he Gavin Lux actually got dropped down last year to the minors. So I have to talk to Sean about that one. Okay. Um, let's see. I mean, I, I'm, I'm okay if he doesn't get to keep him. No, I'm okay too. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be targeting him. There's a little secret from me to everybody else out there. Uh, Sonny Gray was available. Uh, Griffin Canning. Uh, he chose the right pitcher. Yeah. yeah, but he, you know, over yet, I mean, Mike Dostremski or Sonny Gray, I don't know. Sonny Gray is the more established pitcher, I think. I know you're a Yankees fan and still hate on him because he uh, wasn't no, this good. No, 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 oh, no. Oh, don't lie to me, Henry. Come no, on. No. I'm a big Sonny Gray fan. You can go back to previous Dong Cities and, and the baseball chat. Nope. Very <laughs> much so a Sonny Gray fan. Didn't think we should have uh, let him go. In fact, predicted he was going to have the season he had when he left us. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. I've always been high on Sonny Gray. It's just amazing. I wonder what happened because he went from one hitter friendly ballpark to a 
to another hitter friendly ballpark. Better, yeah. <laughs> was it just a competition, maybe? No, or it, just... it was our wonderful pitching coach who sucked. Oh, wow. who just didn't believe in spin rates and didn't believe. Sunny, <laughs> Sunny, look, Sunny Gray was asking for, you know, analytics for pitching analytics for cameras for all these yeah. things and was getting no support. Well, he got that as soon as Trevor Bauer comes in, he definitely got all he can handle. Yeah. Sure. Larry Rothschild just was not is was not is not a believer in any of that. And what irked me is that, you know, he's he's no longer our pitching coach, and we lost Sonny Gray for Sonny Gray is a guy that if I were the Yankees, I would go back and try to target again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I would go the the Javi, uh, uh, the best Puerto Rican pitcher who sucked twice. Javier Vasquez. Javi Vasquez, right, and go get him again. <laughs> Who's the current pitching coach? Uh, remind me, please, uh, for the Yankee. Oh, you got me. Uh, uh, I only ask the tough questions in this place, man. Matt Blake. It's Matt Blake, yeah. Okay. I never heard of him, but okay. All right. Well, that that was uh, – what that's uh, Matthew Whelan, um, formerly of the uh, Food Life podcast, uh, The Lab. Uh, don't, don't know what happened to that podcast, but uh, it used to make me hungry all the time. So maybe it's a good thing yeah, that they're was, no longer around. When they went live, cooking live, I was loving it. Yeah, I used to listen on my way home from work um, uh, every week. So, and it just would get my metabolism going. Like, I'm starving now. Anyway, let's move on to our fearless leader, Henry Maldonado's team, who gets the second pick overall. Uh, as you see what we're doing here, we're going in the order of the draft. Uh, that's I did coming. not realize I got the second pick of the draft. Yeah, well, it's because you lost to Whelan's team last year in the consolation bracket that yes, yes. apparently did not pay attention to last year. So, I did not. <laughs> well, you got to. Let me yeah, tell you guys, I absolutely hate yeah. and hated this website. It's not very friendly. The desktop version is much nicer than the app. Yeah. Um, but who uses a desktop for fantasy purposes these days? Let's be real. I don't, I don't even do it anymore, but I just use the app, which I just, I still think it's just a bookmark, but whatever. It, it doesn't feel like a real app, but the app is absolute trash. I find it useful. I have no issues with it. You know what it is, Henry? You want me to go there? I'm going to go there. Losers make excuses. Winners, fine. Ah. <laughs> I don't know. You're the one who does all that stuff. You tell me what a, what a good quote would be. I'm not very good with cliches. You tell I, me. Look, I don't mind losing. I, just, I, I don't like things that make it more difficult. Um, you can't even choose keepers on the app. I mean, that says everything. <laughs> That's all. I chose my... It must be an Apple thing. I don't know. You I cannot chose, choose. Nope, you can't. I chose my keepers that way. <laughs> you cannot choose your keepers on on the app. All right. Well, let's let's figure out who your in nominees fact, were. It, go ahead. If you go remember, ahead. in our chat, I had to go and use a different browser because it wasn't working with uh, Google Chrome. Do you remember that? <laughs> Vaguely. Uh-huh. <laughs> Vaguely. I was going through some other things at that during that time, you know. But anyway, here's your nominees. You got a Matt Olson, you got a Matt Chapman, you got all the Mats who play for the uh, Oakland Athletics. Matt Bushnell, I think, also plays for the so Athletics. everyone knows I'm an Eminem fan. Big Eminem. By Eminem, I mean Matt Olson and Matt Chapman. Oh, are you talking about peanuts or peanut butter or no, no, no. There's only one real Eminem, and that's the, peanuts. The, the green one. Oh, Just right. Peanut. Not, nothing else. No plain not M&Ms. If you don't go with M&M peanuts, you go with Reese's Pieces. That's it. All right. There you go. Some like but, mo- yeah. movie candy advice from Henry Maldonado. Awesome. I'm go ahead. a big Matt Chapman lover, as you guys know. Yeah. Gives you morning I think wood. he is the overall best third baseman in baseball. When That's you pretty bold. Offense and defense. Um, but fantasy-wise, I mean, I, I you can't leave Rendon sitting out there. 
No, you you had to go with him. Uh, uh, I have Rendon uh, rated a little bit higher than Matt Chapman, but uh, I definitely would have gone with Rendon. Corey Seager is also on your team. Uh, from Lindor. Oh, geez, you're just loaded at shortstop. Yeah, left side I, of the. I was going to say left side of the infield is loaded for Henry's team for sure. It was, it was a real hard choice between Lindor. I mean, um, yeah, Lindor and, and Seager for me, I went with Lindor. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to have a fantastic season in his, his final free agent year. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a Met. So usually those Met players, you know, they show their ass, <laughs> but I think Lindor is going to have a, a bounce back year. He's yeah. going to get his $300 million contract and it will be from the other New York team. Oh, wow. That's Henry bringing in the bold predictions. I, I love it. Morning I absolutely wood, love it. Sunday morning wood, Latino flavor here at Total Basis Podcast. Uh, for yeah, those who I, don't know. I went with Lindor, though. I mean, I, I went with Lindor. I just think he's going to have the overall stats. I also think he'll play more games as he does every year um, yeah. than Corey Seager. So, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, your offense was loaded. I, I, and I remember Sean and I looked at your team last year, uh, this time last year, and I thought you were going to be a real threat. I don't know what happened to your team. I mean, you had, I know maybe. Injuries. Injuries, injuries, Stanton. Here's injuries, one right here, Giancarlo right. Stanton. Yeah, Stanton uh, was a guy I wanted to keep. Yeah. The only thing that stopped me from keeping keeping Stanton was that you know he's really a DH. Yeah. Um. So I I couldn't do anything. He he's gonna have DH eligibility, utility slot only. So. I feel like this year, uh, the designated hitter spot is uh, fully loaded for the first yeah. time. Usually, it's like maybe two or three deep. This year, I feel like it's maybe seven to eight deep, and Giancarlo Stanton is right in the middle of it all. Yeah. But the one thing that stops him from being the best DH in all of baseball, even at just a designated hitter, he's always injured. Yeah. It's, it sucks. It Although really I'm, does he's suck. Gonna have, I, think, I think this is the year he has a monster season. I'll save mm-hmm. all my predictions for our podcast, well, but he's going to have a monster season, I believe. Well, I'll piggyback on that. I, I am expecting to target Staten somewhere in the middle of the draft. I'm hoping that Yankee fans are n- – well, you're the only Yankee. Well, Mario Margola is also a Yankee yeah. fan in our league. He was here last week with us. But I'm hoping that Yankee fans uh, don't um, covet him as usual. As you know, you know, Henry, whether you want to admit to it or not, Yankee bias does exist in fantasy circles. They're the number one fan base in all of baseball. Therefore, their players get a higher premium on them. So I'm hoping that because I mean, of I, the injuries, I get it. I, yeah. I get it. But you you can still find Giancarlo Stanton value late in the draft. That's what I mean. I'm hoping because this is the I think I was telling Margola last week that I feel this is the year where Yankee fans are not highly coveting their own players. I feel yeah. like you can have Glaber Torres at the on the cheap. Uh, I think everybody you can have on the cheap except for DJ LeMahieu and Garrett Cole. Yeah, everybody else is uh, market value. Even below I mean, let's be real. Gary Sanchez is going to go so late in the draft and mm-hmm. he has a potential to, you know, be an offensive force when he's right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I am a Gary Sanchez truther. Our, my counterpart, Sean, is not. He doesn't I, believe in him anymore. I love Gary fans. Sanchez's ceiling. Yeah. I yeah. don't love Gary Sanchez's approach. So when you're a fan of a team, you, you watch more than look, I watch any game, any team that's on, yep. but you watch your team differently. You watch their approach to the plate. You watch the situation you see how they prepare for a pitch that as a fan, you know, if a breaking ball is coming, you look at the count, you know, who's on the mound, you know, your hitters weaknesses for the most part, you know, what's coming. And it frustrates the hell out of me that as a fan, I can sit back and say, Hey, you're getting a breaking ball here. He's loaded up for a fastball and he doesn't expect the breaking ball and just looks like a fool that irritates the hell out of me. And so Gary Sanchez is one of those guys that sometimes he goes to the plate with no approach last season. You were getting mediocre fastballs by this guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're talking about 92, 93, just whizzing right by him and he couldn't catch up with it. I don't know if he was hurt. 
I don't know if his ego was hurt, but uh, I mean, I, I expect him to have a bounce back season. Is he going to be the best hitting catcher in baseball? The ceiling is there. I don't know if he will be. That's a big leap from where he can be to where he finished last season. Mm-hmm. That's a big ask, but I think he's going to be an offensive force for that Dude, position. All I ask for Gary Sanchez is to just be the most powerful hitting catcher in all of baseball. Give me the 30 home runs. And I the think near you can get that easily, though. 80 RBI. Well, I mean, that's always a hope, right? That's yeah. why I always rank him pretty high. But then he shows up, and like you mentioned, he, he just looks like he forgets how to hit or whatever. That's just it. Gary will hit you 30 home runs in his sleep. <laughs> he'll turn around he'll hit 199 doing it and you're like what the fuck is going on yeah and that'll mess you up that will mess you up in fantasy especially in our league because we do use batting average as well as on base percentage so things to consider uh the pitchers that you had to select to select with uh trevor bauer clayton kershaw Nelson lament i mean i don't get it man I, your team looks pretty damn solid i don't know why it uh it dude i had a it, ton of injuries last year a ton michael you lost clevenger um damn dude those, those are guys man. i didn't drop because of injury yeah, and then you were able to keep these guys uh, on the injury list. Yeah, look at the injured list. I mean, those are guys I didn't drop. I, well, for those who can't see, uh, it's James Paxton on his injured list, Nate Pearson, Luis Severino, Tommy Conley. I'm in the same boat as you are with Severino because I had Noah Syndergaard. I, I felt good drafting him, and then boom, Tommy John surgery. Yes. So we kind of mirror each other in I, that I way. kept him all season just to see if he was ahead of schedule, but, I mean, at this rate, there's no way I could justify adding him knowing he won't be back till maybe August, you know? Yeah, and right now I just flipped it over to the 2021 version of his of Henry's team page. There's Rendon, there's Lindor. That's a heck of a name. And then Trevor Bauer. Uh, and that's I'm, pretty I'm comfortable amazing. with my keepers. Yeah, I, I know I know that there was a controversy with Nate, Nate Pearson and Sixto Sanchez not qualifying yes. the minor league slots. But I got to ask you, man, since I have you on the show, when they got called up, why didn't you go after five more minor league players that uh, would have qualified in those slots? Because you would have had them for this honestly, year. Honestly, I just didn't have a full grasp of our rules and how okay. we were playing. Okay. Um, because most leagues don't play this way. So, yeah. you know, it was more not fully understanding the rules and grabbing more minor leaguers, like you said. Um, those guys were called up, but I also thought they would be sent back down. There was a lot going on there, and, you know. Yeah, I think the problem here, we, we probably did this dumb, not the dumb thing, but just the, um, the risk thing by starting out a new, brand new league on a brand new website, a brand new keeper league, to add to the top of it during a freaking pandemic a pandemic year. <laughs> and I think that really messed up. As you can see, even the commissioners didn't know what to make of it. Sean and I must've been on the phone on chat on zoom constantly talking about how are we going to set up the league for this year? And then for this year, 2021, how are we going to reestablish the league the way it should have been before the pandemic? And yeah. it was just a mess and, and a so, headache to deal with. For those who don't know, Felipe, you want to go through our keeper eligibility? Um, yeah, well, in the terms rules of, for, yeah, so we, the minor we're, league, sorry, so the minor league slots were supposed to be there to protect players who were in the minor league. So there's, I set up a bunch of uh, qualifications for the minor league slots. Uh, you have to have a, you have to be in the minor leagues, number one. So if you get called up, you no longer qualify in those slots. But if you dig, if you do get sent down again, you have to also be under 25 years old if uh, if you're one of those players to qualify in those minor league slots, and you have to have less than 150 at bats and less than 50 innings pitch if you're a pitcher. Um, unfortunately for Henry, he wanted to see if Sixto Sanchez and Nate Pearson could qualify in those minor league slots, and those guys already broke the first rule. They got called up and never got sent back down. So 
and that's... my re my retort was basically most when we have normal if, if we have expanding rosters continue those guys guys like that will be called up most part for experience anyway mm-hmm. um and may not be sent back down and that's the risk you take with those guys i'm in a league where after September 1st, if your minor leaguers get called up, you're safe. They get kept and they get kept for next year because they got called up after September. I didn't put those protections in there because I, I just... was going to say maybe that's something we should add in. Well, uh, Sean and I are always talking, so we'll see. I definitely want to make some changes yeah, to that. Just the call up thing with expanded rosters just make it a little funky. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sorry I made it funky for everybody, but it is what it is. We were trying to. I, I personally was trying to make it more automated. It turns out we had to dig in deep anyway for some of these players. Like we just mentioned Gavin Lux, yeah. who was not kept. So yeah, I got to text Sean when I Let's see him. Let's just say I, I hope Sixto and Nate Pearson do not have good years. <laughs> <laughs> well you never know uh they are highly regarded prospects. i think six will have a better year than pearson pearson is in a really tough division in the american league but um well that gets I like to a sanchez guys, because i can't keep them i hope they suck <laughs> <laughs> all right let's go move on to molina applebaum uh, i'm assuming that's a reference to uh, a tribe called quest there i'm assuming yes it has um, to be Mike Harvey, the uh, Eastern Washington hip hop fan, apparently. So there's, uh, he has your cousin Martin Maldonado on his team. Will Martin! Smith. <laughs> Orale! Will Smith, uh, you know, uh, this is Sean's uh, love crush here at Catcher. Yeah, that's not happening. Paul Goldschmidt, Colton Wong, Matt Carpenter. He has every single St. Louis Cardinal known to man. He's got the Cardinals. He wanted his, uh, he wanted to root for his favorite team uh, in fantasy as well, which ended up costing him. So, uh, you he does have some interesting choices there. I'm interested to see who where he went. Yeah, I got Trey Turner, Whit Merrifield, Cole, uh, I don't know about Cole Calhoun, uh, or as I like to call him, Austin Spiro, Cole Calhoun, <laughs> Michael, <laughs> Michael Brantley, Miguel Sano. So he has some guys. He has decent guys. Rafael Devers on his uh, bench. Uh, Jazz Chisholm, the hot oh, shot. You, you kind of wish that his name was Jazz Chisholm. I mean, oh, geez, it's a family friendly <laughs> show. It's a Sunday morning, man. People are getting brunch and listening to the show. You should know morning better, wood, man. Sunday morning, Sunday wood. morning wood, Latino <laughs> flavor. Sunday morning wood, put it in your mouth. Um, hey, <laughs> he got his minor leaguers, Nolan Gorman, CJ Abrams. Garrett I like Cole. Nolan Gorman. Yeah, what do you like about him? Everything, everything, <laughs> everything. I'm really high on him, um, but yeah. it's St. Louis. I mean, those, that's what they do. They get guys like that. They become stars, and then they trade them. They, they trade them away for... Uh, they trade them or they don't sign them. They, yeah, exactly. But they'll they'll get Nolan Arenado or, and Paul Goldschmidt, so I don't yeah, know. Ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. That sucks for Nolan Gorman, but now you know that he's a trade piece this uh, upcoming yeah. year or maybe next year, so we'll see how that happens. Or maybe he's the future... I don't know if he plays other positions but whatever Garrett Cole and I think that's all the pitchers I like Garrett Cole and that's it and of course uh, Alex Reyes is on this team you Darvish so I don't know man he has some guys I mean, I like you Darvish I like you Darvish yeah yeah uh, but Carlos, I, I think it's a, it's a slam dunk on who, what pitcher you keep there I mean yeah well he has to keep three of these players so well he has Blake Snell and he, he also has Blake Snell there's another guy who you know you look at his team like how did he end up being so bad but well, let's see who he went with. So there's this 20. We'll do that to you. Oh, Mike Harvey getting called out. 2021 version of this pot, uh, of this uh, fan uh, team page here. Trey Turner. That's the only hitter he keeps uh, along with uh, Nolan Gorman, CJ Abrams. Wait, so, what? Yeah. That, you saw that list. He had some good guys in there and he just went with Trey Turner. 
So that means he went with two pitchers. So let's find out who he went with, Garrett Cole and you, Darvish. I, I think I would have went with Blake Snell. Really? Yeah, because yeah. he's younger, right? Over Darvish. Well, they both play in San Diego, so it's a win-win for him, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess matchup-wise, Darvish will be facing the, the other team's three. Mm, I, I think he's listed as an ace. Is he really? Yeah. Uh, last I checked, roster resource. Uh, I will look that up really quick. Yeah, I w- but- if that's the case, then that even I would choose Blake Snell for sure. Yeah, interesting strategy there um, by both of you guys. Uh, the different way, strategy. I, Go ahead. Going back to my team real quick, I was really high on Lamette. Um, I am really high on Lamette. I think that kid is absolutely amazing. The fact that he's going to slide as a four or five on that team is ridiculous. Well, he's always comes with an injury risk. Uh, I know he's um, he survived 2020 uh, after Tommy John surgery, but that's mm-hmm. always been his thing. Uh, lack of command as well. He is a two. He's a two pitch pitcher. Fastball slider combination. It's awesome for a bullpen guy, but for a starting pitcher, you're you're kind of limited. But he's basically the the right-handed version of Patrick Corbin. Um, yeah. if sliders were Corbin's forte, but pa- Patrick Corbin's doing pretty well. Yeah. So it's the it's the new baseball. It used to be fastball, fastball, fastball. Now it's like eh, just throw your breaking pitch 60% of the time. Fuck God it. forbid these guys learn a freaking changeup. <laughs> well, if it was easy to learn, everybody would do it. Then we wouldn't appreciate a guy like Luis Castillo. You know, if you can throw, don't get me started on Castillo. Oh no, let's go. What we have a we have an hour. What, what's what's your beef I, with Castillo? No, no, no beef at all. That that's probably one of the most underrated pitchers in the game that I think the Yankees should absolutely target. Yeah, that is a guy I opened up my farm system. Yeah, Jason Dominguez. I, no, no, no. Oh, well, I, I thought you were going to open up the farm system. I was going to say, there's, there's a couple guys I don't touch, but like I said, you tell me a guy like Luke Voigt, who's a middle of the, middle of the order lineup hitter, who's still in his pre-ARB years, yeah. and a guy like Miguel Andujar, line-the-line hitter, high batting average, you can do whatever you want with him. Those two guys and a minor leaguer for Castillo, I mean, come on. That's, those are guys that get you playing, you can compete now with, yeah. and you have team control. The Yankees have to use their depth to acquire a young, cheap pitcher soon. Well, we'll see. They've been, uh, Brian Cashman's been known to be very shrewd and crafty with those trades. So I, I, I wouldn't I don't be surprised. Blame them. I don't blame them because there's a Yankee tax. Yeah, exactly. But there, uh, there's a Yankee but, tax. Uh, People ask the Yankees for more than what they ultimately settle on for these guys. But if you're the Reds, would you want to make? make that deal i mean because i i have to believe that it's a brand new reds team this isn't your grandfather's red team i think they're a little bit smarter in the front office nowadays that's just my opinion well, on them. i don't think that's a bad move i mean who's there let me see let me look at that depth chart real quick okay go ahead in the meantime this is uh jacob moses from the step back uh basketball baseball life group group crossover we already got leon in the chat in the uh sunday morning uh live edition so thank you guys for all your support. I love those guys, Jacob and Leon. They always support our show. Guys. We support them back. So check out their so, look, podcast right now Wednesday they, nights. They have Joey Votto. You tell me that they couldn't put Joey Votto on the trade market and get similar or better production from Luke Voigt at a $500,000 a year. But I don't know. What if they just, if, if you if you no longer want to go with Joey Votto, why not just start fresh and start all over again and not have to deal with a Luke Voigt? Because Luke Voigt's well, not going to be there when the Reds are good again. So, so that's my Louis, thinking. Luke Void is still four years away from free agency. Yeah. True that, true that. But not I'm to just mention saying. you can always trade him down the road. No, that, yeah, I guess you get. Uh, you have Miguel Landuhar, who mm-hmm. is pretty much Eugenio Suarez, but cheaper. 
<laughs> so he, Andujar can't feel. Come on, man. That's and why then, I said Andujar can feel. I think he has to settle in at a position. The Yankees are doing him a disservice by bouncing is, him around. That is also true. All right, let's move on to Moses' team. Uh, Pete Alonzo, he's a Mets fan. So I'm, oh, yeah, well, I took all the Mets players away from these guys. So that's why I think he only has Alonzo and then Robinson Cano. And I think that might be it uh, for the hitters. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> well, he's got Machado. Manny Machado, Javier Baez, who we, we talked about as well uh, earlier on the podcast or before the podcast. I no, that was one. before the podcast. We before the podcast, right? We were trashing Javier Baez because he's Puerto Rican. Um, Carlos Correa, Ronald Acuna. I mean, dude, these oh. teams, these bad teams are pretty stacked, though. What these, the these, hell? Who's, whose team is this? This is Moses. This is, this is Jacob. This is not Leon. Leon um, inherited a team. The Leon inherited a team. We'll get to him eventually. But this, this is, is a bad team. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, he has some guys. Alonzo, Javier Baez. Alonzo is trash. Okay. I mean, Alon- I Dom Smith is their best first baseman. Well, well, he's on my team, so he's out of luck there. Yeah. So, uh, But no, I mean, Machado, Baez, he, Acuna. I mean, he has some guys here. Bryce Harper. Um, sends out i mean did he even get how many at best does sends out get you know what i mean it's yeah not 70, enough see right yeah, that, yeah. that, that well, outfield I, over there is stacked i wouldn't touch an, a cincinnati outfielder i mean that's why Andujar's a bad fit for them because he wouldn't he wouldn't play outfield he'd be uh one of many over there just like in the yankees yeah. see how it goes back i always bring things back huh all right Max so. kepler also grossly underrated it yeah he's not i don't think he's gonna keep him though but i'm a uh, big max kepler guy no i like him too it's just he's left-handed yeah. And he's up there in age. He's about, oh, okay. You know what it is, Henry? 28, 29 years old. That's a new 33, man. You know that. So. Uh, look, Max Kepler is one of those underrated guys year after year. He just oh, mashes. He yeah, he definitely does. He's been uh, one of the reasons why the twins are relevant, I guess. Gary Cooper? Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, this is who, this is who the Cubs lost to last year in the playoffs. Like Gary, Garrett Cooper <laughs> led team. Uh, and John Verdi as well. Yeah, we lost two guys, Cooper and Verdi. Jesus Christ! Look at look at Verdi's eligibility. Everywhere he qualifies everywhere. Just, just write everything under his name. Yeah, uh, bottle uh, bottle boy, towel boy, shit, Gatorade guy. He does everything, and he keeps uh, Brett Beatty. He's a Mets uh, prospect. I haven't heard of him yet, but trash. Uh, well, there's your answer. We talked about Patrick Corbin. He's on Moses's team, so it's Max Fried, Chris Paddock. So he has some decent pitchers. Your guy Dylan Betances. Dakota Hudson. Jeez. Dakota Hudson, yeah, he's um, he's a guy. Um, AJ Pook, I like him a lot. Um, I have to talk to Sean about that one. I think he should qualify in the minor leagues, but we'll see. Matt Allen also is on the team. So who did Moses keep? <laughs> oh, he just takes all the Mets minor leagues that we all know are trash. Well, Allen's pretty good, though. The only thing with him is he's 19 years old, so we don't know if he'll be uh that's he my point. Up. He's not. He's not going to see the show for what, two years, three years. And then by then we'll be starting over again, right, Henry? So, <laughs> or they'll trade him to the Blue Jays for something, and you know. Oh, geez, the shade. Well, here, here's who we have: Pete Alonso and Ronald Acuna were kept along with Brett Beatty on this uh, Moses team here. So those okay. are his keepers uh, on the hitting side. Over on the pitching side, on the pitching side was Matt Allen. Oh, and he also kept Bryce Harper. So Bryce Harper, Acuna, and Alonzo, and Matt Allen is all, his Why other. Why is Bryce uh, all the way down there? Uh, as you saw this notification, Harper is set to position outfield, which your league does not use. So yeah, he needs to fix that. Yeah, yeah, I could do it for him, but you know, you, you're you're responsible for your own uh, roster, guys. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, come on. And you fix can't it. get mad at Harper or, or Acuna. 
That's, yeah, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. All right, let's go to James Handleboat's team, the former um, college pitcher. Uh, that's how I refer to him. He's com- comfortably in first. Named after uh, Michael Conforto, obviously. Michael we have a Fetty. Yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of Mets fans in this, uh, in this uh, league. Conforto will never escape the confetti name. I'm sorry. <laughs> Michael Confetti. Yeah, it, it fits well. Good nickname. Um, catchers are trash. Oh, I, I like Travis Darno, but uh, he's not keeping Travis Darno for sure. Okay, now yeah, he's got Xander Bogart. I mean, yeah, Xander Bogart's, but so far, this is probably the least impressive team we've seen so far, at least in my book. Oof, Conf- Conforto, Yelich, Gallo, those are nice outfielders. So but without I- knowing, I'm gonna guess he kept Conforto. Yeah, um, you think he would have to keep Yelich. Let me see his pictures. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, yeah. Just wanted to point out the other you hitters. Got, from that list, I would keep Bogarts, Conforto, Yelich. Okay. And they also got Kesten Kiora, who's a decent uh, second baseman if he can get his act together. He also has a trio of minor leaguers, Marco Luciano, Drew Waters, and Julio Rodriguez. Damn it, he has Julio Rodriguez. How do I get him away from him? That's what I want to know. You don't want him. He's in um, Seattle. Oh, I got Jared Kalenic already, man. I'm, I'm all in on those Seattle uh, prospects. I'm all they already, in, damn it. They already demoted him. <laughs> that service time manipulation is real. <laughs> well, they said the same thing about Bo Bichette, and he got called up sooner than anybody would predict. So I, I believe. I want to believe. Right, but Toronto handles that situation much better than Seattle. Seattle's mm-hmm. known very for good point. trash. No, very, very good point. Very good point on your part. Uh, pit- I see a pitcher worth keeping. Yeah, I could see why he fell to the bottom of the list here, but uh, I no, don't I'm, see a pitcher no, worth. Ke- I would keep those three position players. Yeah, uh, keep going. Yeah, he does have Matt Manning and Grayson Rodriguez. Uh, so uh, wondering if Matt Manning still qualifies again. Okay, I would well, have kept. Let's see, I would have kept uh, Conforto, Bogarts, and Yelich. Let's see what he did. Let's see what he does. All right, so it looks like he does keep Yelich and Conforto. There they are. Xander Borgarts. You called it. He he gets to keep his minor league players and Grayson Rodriguez. So I think he made all the right choices there. Okay, so there you go. Um, Who's next on the list? We got Mario Mergola, who uh, was also kind of uh, at the last minute telling us, hey, do my minor league players qualify for those minor league slots? (laughs) So let's take a look if it happened or not. There's this team, Margola, Danny Jansen, Gary Sanchez, who had, he admitted to us that he'll be chasing Gary Sanchez in this draft or in many drafts because he still wants to believe in him, just like I do. Uh, so we got Hoskins, BGO, Vladimir Guerrero. There's a keeper alert. Mondesi. Trout. Mike Trout. No, oh, God. Yeah, give Mario Margola Mike Trout. That's what we need. Um, Miguel Andujar, who we've been talking about this entire show. Francisco Mejia, who kind of, has kind of fallen off the ledge there in terms of uh, – Catching prospects. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. That might be a keeper. There's your guy, Jason Dominguez. I need Dominguez. I need Dominguez. Even though he won't see the majors for another couple of years. Yeah. Well, I hope he knows that. We reset uh, in 2023, I believe. Jack. Yeah. We start over every three years. Yeah. yeah, So don't get, don't rest on your laurels. Yeah. Because you know, the problem here, Henry, is like people just decide. Oh well, my season's over. I'm gonna start fresh and rebuild and go after prospects and, and draft picks, and then, you know, nobody wants to try anymore. So yeah. no, we, we you get the best players, get the best young players available, but you also gotta compete. We play to win the game. So Jack, don't don't be Seattle. 
<laughs> Jack Flair or the Pirates, right? Jack yeah. Flaherty, Zach Gallen, uh, Tariq Skubal. Oops, wrong button. Aroldis Chapman. Got some guys here. Michael Kopech. And then Mackenzie Gore, Ben McKay, Kyle Wright, all those guys. So let's find out who I we like captured. minor leaguers. No, no, Mario's a dangerous guy. Mario's a dangerous guy when he's uh, paying attention. There, I said it. Adelberto Mondesi, Alex Kirilov, who should qualify in the minor league, so he'll be moved on there. Mike Trout, Jason Dominguez. So. He kept Mondesi and did not keep Judge. Yep. That's a wow. Yankee fan for you. He didn't keep any Yankees. So, I'm go- shocked he didn't keep Aaron Judge. Uh, Zach Gallen, Kopech will definitely go to this slot right here along with Mackenzie yeah. Gore. So Zach Gallen over, you know, I'm kind of shocked of that one too. He kept I'm Zach shocked Gallen. he did not keep uh, Jack Flaherty. Or Jack Flaherty. Yeah. So wow. it's an interesting strategy from our uh, beloved fantasy expert who uh, currently writes for Fantasy Pros and has his own fantasy website as well. So I would love to hear the explanation on those keepers. Yeah. Well, if Mario, if you're listening, if you uh, come join us because we wow. want answers. Uh, who's smoking aces? I forgot who smoking aces was. Is that, um, is that hell of a movie though? <laughs> with uh, Jeremy Piven? Uh, the, the list of stars in that movie is ridiculous. Yeah, I, I like that movie. I, that it's... movie was amazing to me. Yeah, it doesn't get enough. Uh, well, at this point, it, it's on, it's an underrated film, so yeah. Oh, okay, this definitely is Leon's team. So let's take a look. This was uh, our guy by accident. <laughs> no, no, I changed. No, no, this is this is Jim Gravy's team from last year. This is who oh, okay. Leon, uh, what do you call it? This is who Leon uh, inherited. So, Leon, if you're listening, we're about to drill holes in your logic here. So, I hope you have a tough, tough skin. So, poor Leon, though. I mean, the pickings are slim here. Tim Anderson is probably the first name that pops up. So, Cody Bellinger, I guess that's a slam dunk. JD Martinez, Chris Bryant is on that team. But uh, no, the pickings are pretty slim compared to the other teams we've seen so far. Yeah. Shane Bieber, I think Let's you see have. If he can keep two pitchers. Uh, Max okay. Scherzer, he's a national. Leon's a Nationals fan, so I wouldn't be surprised if he keeps a 37 year old Max Scherzer. Um, he has some decent closers. Um, all, right. all right. Let's find out. So for me, let's see, where would you have gone? Uh, shoot. If I'm, well, see, Leon has Nationals bias. But okay, so if I, if I have to inherit this team, I do Bellinger. I do Shane Bieber for sure. And that third keeper is going to be a mess. But I would def I guess I'd go with Tim Anderson by default. I would go Bellinger, Scherzer, and Bieber. Ah, okay. Well, Bellinger, no minor league slots. Shane Bieber, Max Scherzer. Yep, you know him too well. That's what I would have done also. Yeah. I'm still a Scherzer fan. So I guess we're not going to uh, go too hard on this Sunday Wood edition of uh, Total Basis <laughs> Sunday Podcast. Sunday Morning Wood. On, yeah, because uh, this... Oh, my, the, my Bustelo finished. Oh, no. What are you going to do now? High quality H2O. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Andrew O'Sullivan, our favorite Irish person. He's also a Mets fan. He's the umpteenth Mets fan we're going to mention today. Hey, piss off all the Irish fans. Uh, today uh, it's coming. Oh, the what Notre Dame fighting Irish or no, no, I mean all the Irish people in the group. St. Patrick's Day Irish, yeah, yeah. right, right around the corner. Today is Pie Day, by the way. You're gonna have a piece of pie today, Fenry. No, I'm not having pie today. Go cheat yourself, man. Come on, do it for the gram. Do it for us. Do it for I, food I, life. I, I cheated myself on pizza Fridays. Damn, dude. So I guess that that's only a pie. That's a pie that I was having. I didn't have a whole pie, but different kind of pie. Yeah, right. 
as, uh, you, and, guys, as you guys in Chicago love to slam on New York foldable pizza. I mean, it becomes a taco at that point. Come on. I mean, casseroles, bro. Come on. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hell of a meal, though. I mean, no. a, you know, when that deep dish comes out, you know, you're in a you're in a festive occasion. I'll tell you that much. You're I got to get a fork and a knife to eat my pizza. I don't want it. Well, what are you, an animal? Why don't you just, you want that greasiness in your oh, hands? In your that's pores? absolutely what I want. Yes. Sick bastards. Carlos Santana, not the guitarist, just the uh, former Indians first baseman, Brandon Lau, Nolan Arenado. Is that your first keeper right there, Henry? Fuck him. Okay, let's move on. Uh, Nolan Arenado. <laughs> why do you hate Arenado? Remind the people out there why you don't like him. I do not hate Arenado. I yeah, think Arenado is the best defender at third base anyone alive will see. Better than Matt Chapman? No. <laughs> <laughs> Nolan Arenado is the best defender out there. Here's Except why. For Matt I, I think Arenado's, his length of defensive dominance obviously surpasses Chapman. I think right now I'll take Chapman's defense over Arenado. That's what I mean. Does that make sense? I guess. I guess. As far as offensive, I, I think Lona Arenado is probably most overrated offensive player I have seen in like the last 10 years. Wow. Yeah. he does. I mean, those splits, come on. Those splits just, they're, they're blatant. Yeah. I also think that a lot of Arenado's, uh, you know, high marks from the fans, uh, baseball fans in general, just comes from the fact that he's always on highlight shows. Right. And that comes from him being such a freaking wizard defensively. Yeah. So basically he's... The the Coors effect is is legit. Come on. Oh, yeah. I mean, hey, you know what? It created uh, DJ LeMahieu's career. It did not. It kind of did. You look at DJ Splits... He was the same player now that he was then. No, I was talking more like, because Cub fans would like to go after, uh, I think it was Theo Epstein for trading him away for Ian Stewart. Mm-hmm. I would love to see what he was doing in the minor leagues because if he was so good, I don't think he would have gotten traded in the first place. That's just my opinion. I mean, look, GMs miss on guys all the time. Exactly, guys, exactly. Sometimes they just take that leap that no one saw coming. But my thing with DJ LeMahieu, yes, of course, the splits. I mean, he, he has a good approach. He's a line drive hitter no matter where he hits, right? Absolutely. But the fact that he he plays for two hitter-friendly ballparks, that that basically re- saved his career from total oblivion. I he, don't know, man. He's a line-to-line hitter. He hits the gaps. His approach is, is amazing. He hits it up the middle all the time. I'm just saying, there's a thin line between Tommy LaStella and DJ LeMahieu. And I think DJ yeah. DJ got uh, – DJ got, got – he let's face it, he benefited – and but he also took advantage of his surroundings, and he's one of the Look, best hitters in all of baseball because of it. I would tell you to take a deep dive at his spray chart. No, I I I, I understand. I I get it. I'm just saying, you know, there's something to be said DJ about. DJ is a guy factors. I will defend when it, with his spray chart. I mean, and I'm actually trying to compliment the guy. <laughs> You're making me sound like I'm bashing the uh, poor man. He, no, I, DJ, I like him. I love DJ. He hits he's my number one second baseman. DJ is sure. the guy that if you want to say, hey, hit like him. And you'll be fine. Your power is going to play anywhere. And that's what guys should do. They should take DJ LeMahieu's hitting approach. Yeah. At the very at the very least, his gap power should translate yeah. everywhere. Uh, and, and like you said, it should uh, benefit future second baseman. You know, so I hope Nick Madrigal takes notes. Hint, hint. All right. Alex Bregman, I think that's another keeper there. Although, you, why would you want to have three uh, two third basemen? That doesn't yeah. make any sense. Well, Bregman has shortstop eligibility. Uh, this, that's reason. last year. Last year he did. Last year okay. he did. This is last year's page. Uh, Verdugo, Alex Verdugo. I know Sean is a so big fan. So we don't carry over eligibility? No. Uh, this year, if you play 10 games at any position, you qualify Okay. Uh, for this year. So we had to uh, account. Again, something else that Sean and I had to talk about. Let's 
And that's what we came up with. Let's do 10 games. That's a CBS uh, sports line approach. So we, we yeah. went ahead and adopted that. Uh, Ramon Lariano, I know you're a big fan of his. I am. Charlie, Charlie Blackman. So he has some decent guys here. <laughs> Joe Adele. <laughs> Joe Adele. Hey, your favorite guy. Like Joe Adele's been in the minors forever, man. Poor Joe Adele. He's 21 years old, so... Uh, they, need to, they need to start a free Joe Adele campaign and just trade him already. Well, Joe Adele needs to learn how to freaking hit. I mean, he's, he's such a free swinger. Uh, there's your guy, Jose Altuve, your favorite guy in the whole oh, wide world. <laughs> Everything I said that would happen last year with him happened, did it not? Yes, you're right. Okay. Luis Castillo, your guy! There you go, future Yankee of America right there. I hope so. Yeah. Okay, so okay, let's find out who uh, uh, Andrew O'Sullivan kept here. Nolan Arenado. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> and he got Alex Bregman. The one thing we said he shouldn't do, he went ahead and did it anyway. <laughs> Jesus, that's brutal. Oh my God, Andrew, we love you, man. But come on, that's come bad. on, dude. You got to go with one or the other, and I probably would have went with Bregman. Yeah. Well, first of all, Arenado's twenty nine. As you know, twenty nine is a new thirty three years old. I would have went with Bregman. Man, oh man. All right. Well, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. There's a reason he must have done the research or something. But yeah, there were some other guys that would have caught for Andrew that would have given him some uh flexibility and versatility in his lineup, but he decided to go with the two third baseman. At least he now has you know free will to concentrate on all the other positions. But yeah, I mean Yeah, I mean that you talk about trying to find a, a positive there. Damn. All right, well let's and he has three minor leaguers, so at least you know he has Please that. Tell me he him. kept Castillo. <laughs> yeah, hey, the one Christ. thing, the one thing we approve of, right there. <laughs> All right, so that's Andrew O'Sullivan. He looks, uh, he's gonna corner the uh, third base market, pun intended, there as well. Yeah. All right, let's go to our guy, our co-commissioner, Mad Dog Magical, Sean Flannery Connery the Third. It's Mad Dog Magical, another Mets fan. We have. Shocking. All Mets fans, all Mets fans, all the time. With the worst profile pick of them all. Yeah, just the right hat. Come on, uh, Sean, if you're listening, pick up your game. Come on, your your Great. pro your uh, Sean, logo. Sean, that's a red hat. I don't know. If red hats are good nowadays. Oh, Sean, <laughs> you're killing me here. Sean, get a better logo for your team. Carson Kelly, okay. Joey Bart, decent. Catchers. Oh, he's got the real MVP on his team. Luke Voigt. Jose Ramirez. Oh, yeah. Jose Ramirez. Yeah. He's on that team. Oh, Sean's a big fan of Jose Ramirez, if, in case you uh, don't so know. Am I. So am and uh, he I. always he ends up getting the MVP. <laughs> he always ends up getting both Jose Ramirez and Trevor Story in all his drafts somehow. So, Alec I Bombs. think this is a good year to have Story, though. Yeah. Walk year. Yeah. Walk year, course field. He might get traded to a contender as well. So, uh, Alec Baum, Nick Madrigal, um, George Springer. Uh, is it Baum or Boom? I thought it was Boom Bomb. Boom Bomb. I don't know. Isn't that a Ricky Martin song? I don't know. Well, I look like a Ricky Martin kind of guy to you. <laughs> yeah, you're Puerto Rican. All Puerto Ricans listen to Ricky Martin. That's a rule, isn't I it? I do. I mean, Big Pun had a song with Ricky Martin. Oh, I did not know that. Now I have did to you look. Did not really? It. I did not know that. No. I will send it to you later on. He did. All right. Do it through Spotify or uh, give me a Spotify link. Yeah, I for sure. You. Thank you, brother. Uh, that should be interesting. Shohei Otani. Okay, so Sean was talking on Twitter with all his friends over there on Twitter. He has a, he's a really good guy on Twitter, uh, Sean is. And uh, um, he was contemplating keeping Shohei Otani just because Stop. we are in a, a semi-weekly league. So no, listen to this logic, though. Monday and Friday, our leagues, we have to change our lineups because we have a, a new game, right? So if Shohei Otani pitches, he, he was going to 
lock him in in those up uh, in those. So he would keep slots. him one week for pitching and one week for hitting. Exactly. Stop. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you what he would told uh, that he's been telling us. Uh, uh, how long? How soon before Otani has an arm injury? Uh, probably a month in. Okay. And that's with six starting pitchers on that team Thank already. You. Uh, speaking of pitchers, Tyler Glass now. Uh, James Karinchek, I know he loves him a lot. Drew Pomeranz, I, yeah, this, this might be the only team that keeps relief pitchers, so we'll see if that's the case or not. I but, think you have a legitimate argument that he can keep three position players. Well, let's find out. Team Madrigal, Jose Ramirez, Trevor Story, Kyle Tucker. So he did go with Kyle Tucker. That was his other option. I wouldn't uh, have gone Kyle Tucker. I think I would have went with Luke Voigt. Ooh. Well, first baseman, man. There are a dime a dozen this year. Yeah, but so. that's a lot. He was the most productive first baseman of them all. That is true. He, uh, to Sean's credit, he he has um, been on the Luke Voigt train for a while now, and he would definitely pick him over Jose Abreu. Um, I agree. I agree with that. Better value, and all that. And uh, Voigt's uh, younger as well. So uh, Francisco Alvarez, Andrew Vaughn, Austin Martin, Spencer Torkelson, and JJ Blade got some are, really good minor leaguers. He does his homework, man. Uh, he's in all those dynasty leagues, so yeah. uh, be careful with him. So. The only thing I have is that 19-year-old, 21-year-old. We'll yeah. see if they get called up before we have to start over. But uh, I believe in Sean. And that's it. No pitchers. So he's going to start fresh with pitchers next year. Moving on to, ah, my favorite team of them all, Fran Mil Muertes. Huh. Felipe Malicio's team. Let's see what he did. So let's see what he did last year. I mean, I, I felt like I had so many guys who were injured. There's my guy, Fran Mil Muertes. I'm sorry, um, Mil Muertes from the Lucha Underground. Um wrestling are they back nope nope nope, nope, nope. Uh, what's going on there first of all uh el rey network uh, that was run by robert rodriguez is no longer in existence so you can't have a wrestling tv show if your wrestling network is uh if your tv network no longer exists uh triple a do- does those wrestlers dirty as well uh so all the famous guys that you all fell in love with they couldn't wait to get the hell out of that contract so sounds like somebody needs to scoop them up uh, they have. I mean, John Morrison is now with the WWE where he's not doing anything anymore. Uh, Taya, Taya went to Impact. Now she's with, uh, I think she signed with WWE to be with her. Impact uh, is still around? Impact's still around on Access oh. Television Tuesday nights. Wow. Uh, they're trying to do big things over there, little by little. As uh, they're, they're like the Pittsburgh Pirates of Wrestling, pretty much, right? Every year you hear that they're going to do well. Hey, you know, we have a wrestling show uh, every Thursday nights with Corey Richmond and uh, our guy. Um, oh, I forgot the dude's name. Jason. Jason, Jason Brooks. Brooks. Thank you so much. So listen to those guys. Big fan of that show. Josh Bell. Oh, yeah, this is my team. So I know Sean gives me crap about me having this infatuation with Salvador Perez. But if you're yeah, a catcher. Give it up. Not just. No, no, no. Don't give it up. Yeah, sure. His rate numbers are bad. But he plays every day. He give plays every day, man. Give it up. No. <laughs> Top three catcher this year. That's not saying a lot. The catching position is weak. But I'm just saying, if, if you could do a lot worse than Salvador Perez because Salvador Perez, half the battle is just showing up, man. You're not keeping him, though. No, I'm not keeping him. Okay. But I'm targeting him, though, in the drafts. You know, this is a, supposed to be a draft preview as well. So I'm trying I to do. K. Brian Hayes there. I'm a big, big, big K. Brian Hayes fan. Did I keep him? Did I not? I don't know. I also got J.D. Davis, Glavar Torres. I will, I will tell you that K. Brian Hayes is in my running for rookie of the year. Oh, all right. All right. Keep your secrets then. All right. Juan Soto, the uh, most entertaining uh, left fielder you'll ever see. The best hitter in baseball. The best hitter in baseball. Is he the next Ted Williams? As that one article suggested on The Athletic, I think. That's a bit of a stretch. but Thank you. Thank I think you. he's more uh, the next Miguel Cabrera. I think he might be the next uh, Kalia Or, <laughs> Or 
he's the first Juan Soto. Get out. No way. No way. There's like a million Juan Sotos in the islands alone, man. Puerto nah, Rico. Man, I, I think he's the first Juan Soto. I think his power and his average and his patience. Henry, if I look up Juan Soto, there better only be one Juan Soto on, on Google, okay? <laughs> okay. Speaking of Dominic Smith right there. How many Dominican Juan Sotos? <laughs> uh, about 100 million, apparently. <laughs> Luis Robert, also on my team. Uh, so far, so good, right? I, wait, I have wait, a... wait, wait, real quick. I want to go to Juan Soto. Yeah. What do you, where, where do you think his career ends on base percentage-wise? <laughs> that's, be- that's his best attribute. Yeah. The guy's an on-base machine. Yeah, that's why I love him. But I, I would say, yeah, I could see 412. 412. I say he challenges 500. Man, brand new world. I mean, five to get to 500, man, that's... that's. I say he challenges 500 for his career. That's rarefied air right there. Which is why I said he'll be the first one in Soto. That would be... I mean, that that's Barry Bonds levels of unfairness right there, if he gets to 500. But... Clean. Yeah, clean, as far as we know. I mean, yeah. testing is a thing now in Major League Baseball. Uh, Luis Robert, he's on my team. Dominic Smith, also on my team. Nice. Yon Mancata, also on my team. This is why I finished in fourth place last Got year, right? Got a lot of position players you could keep. Yeah, I, that's, I struggle with it, and I have some minor leaguers. I have all my minor, minor leaguers going with me next year. Let's see the pitchers. Dylan Sees, who sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, he needs to work on that command. Trevor Rosenthal, who I'm a big fan of as a closer. Kevin Gossman, who I called it last year, guys. You guys didn't believe me, but I said, keep an eye on Kevin Gossman. And look at him. He ended up being my best pitcher by default because my pitching I was going to say that's not saying a lot. <laughs> no, he was really good. I mean, shit, there was the one game against the Dodgers where he held his own. And I think he even got the win. Got eight strikeouts in six, seven innings. So no, I'm he's... not a fan of your pitching. No, neither am I. Lucas Giolito. I mean, it's the closest thing I had to an ace. Yeah. Dylan Dylan Bundy surprised some people. Jesus Lazardo, Jesus Lazardo underwhelmed. John Gray sucks. Even strong. Dylan Bundy, twenty eight years old and been in the league ten years. <laughs> hey, the Orioles are are Jeez. the place where pitching prospects go to die, and the and the Angels are the place where they just get further dug down deep. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, or, the Orioles bury you six feet under. The Angels dig you know dig you up and then bury six more feet and then throw you in there. No, no. Let's be fair. To the Angels have something going for themselves is that they play on the West Coast. Their ballpark's a little bit bigger. There's a thing about the Pacific Ocean uh, air playing, you know, things on the ball where the home runs I, aren't hit as. I get uh, it. They just don't believe in pitching over there. Well, that's why they, they, they get reclamation projects like Dylan Bundy and uh, Andrew Haney. And uh, well, hey, you, hey, you're going to talk about it tomorrow. So I'll let you. Uh, I'll give you the tease and you can uh, finish off tomorrow with uh, Vince Mercandetti on uh, your show, Dong City. Okay, so who do I keep? You want to take a guess or you want to... Uh... Um, let me see. Go back to the position plays. I don't yeah. think you keep a pitcher at all. You're keeping Juan Soto. Uh-huh. You're keeping Luis Robel. Okay. And... You wouldn't keep Dom Smith. Like you said, you can get first baseman anywhere. Yeah, plus playing time is always a question. With Maybe you do keep a pitcher. Okay. Which pitcher? I feel like we're playing the dating game. Or not the dating you game, might, the, uh, the you newlywed game. keep Trevor Rosenthal. All right. Well, let's see what happened. Uh, no, I went with Torres because I'm you a big fan. You went with Glaber. Wow. Yeah. And as you can see, there is no Luis Robert here. Wow. Uh, the, the plate approach did it to me. I just kept seeing Robert swinging at sliders six feet away from him. So 
Uh, the, the second half of the season definitely caught up to him. The league made an adjustment yeah. that he did not make back. So no, I and um, I expect a little bit more of that. I don't think his on base percentage. We're in an on base percentage league, so I mean, three sixty for Claybar Torres was much higher than the three thirteen that uh, Robert was projected to do. So. I will miss the stolen bases, but fudge, man. Even with the stolen bases, that was the one benefit of having Robert. You can't steal bases if you can't get on base. I'm sorry. Here's my, here's my problem with Glaber is seeing him every day. Yeah. He takes his defensive struggles to the plate with him. Mm, that's when Glaber is having a solid defensive week, his offensive week matches it. When yeah. he's botching balls, not getting to balls that he should with a limited range, you see it at the plate. That's my problem with him. Him and Gary Sanchez have the same thing. They take their defensive struggles to the plate with them. Must be a Yankee thing. Maybe it's the Yankee media getting to them, right? So maybe. Yeah. Uh, Royce Lewis, Bobby Witt Jr., oh, Derek Kalenic, Christian Robinson. Yeah, no, uh, he should be in my minor league slot. Oh, he okay. look at that. He qualifies now. He's minors eligible. <laughs> Everything's going up for Lee Bay. Um, yeah, uh, Royce Lewis and Forrest Whitley probably. No, they will be out for the year more than likely. I know Whitley's contemplating surgery. Jared Kalanick will be out for the year just to manipulate another year. So, and Bobby Witt's still about two years away. So I have no minor leaguers coming up my way this year. So yeah. I might have gone too young. You, be... you kept Luis Gilito. I It was either him or Robert. So yeah. I'm surprised you didn't just, just sit, keep Rosenthal. And, I mean... No, I don't believe in keeping closers. They're very... I love the guy. I'm going to be targeting him in my drafts, but yeah. I... As a keeper, as a, as the foundation to my team, I don't think so. We're almost done, Henry. We're now going to Jet Dry's team. Jet from Wisconsin. So what what the hell is Jet Dry? Suiters Velociraptors. Uh, there they are, Suiters. I oh. never got the name. Uh, well, Brent Suiter. Uh, he pitches for the Brewers, and I don't understand the Velo the Raptors. Suiters, I get. He, you know, he's a Brewers fan, but I don't get the Velociraptors. Uh, I guess because he looks like one. Do you see his uh, logo right there? I guess that's Brent Suiter, and he looks oh. like a Velociraptors. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Must be a Milwaukee thing, right? I look. Give me a Bernie the Brewer any day. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie Sanders Brewer. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, JT Real Mudo. He has the best catcher in all of baseball so far. Uh, oh, he got Sanchez you. on his team. Who? <laughs> right, Mom Castle. The A. Our guy, DJ Lemayhew. DJ Lemayhew. And, and uh, Fernando Tatis. Well, now most importantly, hold on, Harry. Most importantly for this show, David Fletcher, who is Sean's number one crush. I am a Fletcher, Fletcher fan, so I, I am it. not slappy. Are, not, are you serious? I don't like him. Why not? Uh, he just doesn't do anything for me. He just slaps the ball around and people fall in love with that shit. Get the fuck out of here. He's DJ LeMahieu with less power. No, he's DJ LeMahieu with zero power. Come on, guys. <laughs> Don't I like ins- David Fletcher. Don't insult DJ LeMay. If Fletcher comes back and hits 20 home runs, I will completely change my tune around him. But if Where he's going to play everywhere, that's <laughs> his he, problem. That's, he's, uh, uh, you know what he is, man? He's a glorified utility player. Come on. He's slash. Yeah, he's slash. Slash what? Uh, what is he, a farmer? What the fuck? No. Uh, Flash, I'm trying to think of his name. Pittsburgh quarterback. Cordell Stewart? Stewart. He's Cordell Stewart. Stewart. A little he's bit a, of everything. He's an unathletic version of Cordell Stewart. Gotcha. Okay, so Fernando <laughs> Tatis Jr., who, you know, there's... So we go from the bottom of the rung to the top of the top, cream of the crop, Fernando Tatis Jr. here. Uh, Marcelo Zuna, who I'm, I'm a big fan. Oh, that's oh, your now, guy. Now you're a big fan of Osuna. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and like I said, if he can prove that he can actually hit, I don't know what happened in St. Louis, but I know, well, you know, Sean mentioned that bad luck. 
just simply bad luck because he was still hitting the crap out of the ball in St. Yeah, Louis. He just he, wasn't producing. He can, he, that, you know, I've always been high on Osuna's offensive abilities. And look at this. Unlike other leagues, he actually qualifies LF field, Henry. Yep. He's not DH only eligible. So that's, it. That, uh, that's the difference between him and Giancarlo Stanton. He kept uh, yeah, Jason Hayward. What a waste. Well, he's gonna hit. He's gonna have the highest on base percentage of the Cubs this year, apparently. Oh no, that's that's last year. This is last year's number three ninety two. So that's. I was why gonna they, say what that, that's not saying a lot. That yeah, that's why the Cubs got eliminated last year, right? Right. Although I still say if the, if the Phillies would have made it to the playoffs, we would have beat the crap out of that bullpen. That bullpen for the Phillies was an all time worst of all. Majority would have rode everyone in that pen. <laughs> What 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 guys though? There's nobody there. Everybody. I'm a is big Joe that... Girardi fan. You know that. Yeah. Well, then you're talking about maybe having Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola. Yeah. Maybe that's what it would have been. My Aaron point. Nola. Yeah. They Aaron... would have went. They would have went the Nationals route and start riding their pitch. They're starting pitchers in the in the bullpen. That's exactly what they would have done. <laughs> that's funny. That's pretty fucking funny. Okay, so O'Neill Cruz, who I'm a big fan of. Uh, I don't know if he's gonna get called up. Pirates also uh, are not known. No, for uh, uh, manicuring their prospects. Nolan Jones, the other Nolan third baseman for the Indian Cruz is uh, he's a shade too dark for Pittsburgh to keep him. Damn, man, be real. Well, wait, well, then how do you spend Brian Hayes? You racist, they'll trade him <laughs> <laughs> if his name would have been Pierogi Cruz, he would have been kept, right? Absolutely. Brad Keller, Lance Lynn, Brent Suter. So, so see, this is why he has, his team's called Brent Suter. I'm wondering if Jet's going to change his name since there's no way in hell Brent Suter stays on this team. No, absolutely uh, not. Corbin Burns, who I like. Um, I don't like this Rysel Iglesias, but he will be the closer for the Angels this year. He's like, that's a guy that just gets more opportunities than he deserves. I'm sorry. Yeah, preaching to the choir here. Uh, some decent pitchers, Brandon Woodruff and Renola Kentamaeda, Nick Lodolo. The always underrated Kenta Maeda. Yeah, so I wonder who he keeps that pitcher. Let's find out. He has some good ones out there. And he went with uh, two two uh, position players. No, Trem- he went with three. No, Taylor Chamel is going to qualify here in the minor league slots because okay. he does qualify uh, in our written, unwritten rules, whatever. Okay. DJ LeMahieu, Fernando Tatis. Uh, that's a hell of a one-two combination in middle infield. Fernando Tatis, let's face it, that's the reason he made it to the championship game last yeah. year. Or he eventually lost. We'll get to that other team who won. And he went with strong. I'm sorry, what was that? Up the middle, he's strong. Up the middle, he's very strong. Sunday morning wood right there. And he went with Corbin Burns. Uh, He's not even the best. I'm sorry, dude. He's not even the best pitcher on his own team for the Brewers. That's that's fandom talking. No, well, if that's the case, why not go with Brandon Woodruff, who I think is the best pitcher on the Brewers? I, I, I don't understand keeping him. Well, no, he said it's fandom, but I just don't. Why would he keep the? I wouldn't have kept either one. Hmm. Aaronola, then, right? He should have gone Aaronola, with Aaronola. Absolutely. Well, you know what that means, Henry? A good opportunity, opportunity for you to get Aaronola. Yeah. So there it is. That's uh, Jets team uh, looking strong because of Fernando Tatis. So, and we finally get to the finish line here. Chicks stick the long ball. Our fearless co-commissioner, Aaron Zuc Zuc uh, Zuccarello. I think that's her name. No, that's not her name. Zuko. 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 Oh, with the generic picture, too. What is this? At least Zuc- hers is better than Sean. Sean just went straight MAGA hat. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Hey, for those in, the, in our league, please, you could be a little bit more creative with the logos. I'm just for saying. For real, guys. 
Uh, Zook, 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 Zook of Earl. Zook, Zook has Jose Abreu, Ozzy Albies, Will Myers, Mookie Betts. There, there's your reason why she won last year. Mookie yeah. Betts. I mean, holy cow. Miguel Cabrera, uh, 10 years too late. Yeah. <laughs> Joey Votto, that's a uh, Canadian. She says she doesn't like Joey Votto, but her Canadian fandom is speaking louder here. Miguel Cabrera still had a 329 on base percentage. He, I mean, he he has skills, man. He has skills. That's this. He's just uh, surviving on instinct and skills at this point of his career. Damn. Anthony Santander. Well, this is depressing. I'm the same age as Miguel Cabrera. I just realized that. I'm, I'm sad now. Um, but you have a you have a penny. <laughs> a penny in my pocket. She she just woke up right before the show started, so um, she's up and at it. Penny she's pocket. Penny pocket. Penny penny chaos. Oh, Leon with the Heat. Best player in baseball, Mookie Betts. That's his, could, t- he, that's been, that's been his take for two years. He's been riding that. I'm not, I don't have a problem with it. This My year, problem with Mookie is he's, the, he's like the, the San Francisco Giants. Like every other year, he's really good. That's Mookie's problem. He's not, consi- he's not as consistent as Trout. You know what it is, man. It's the regression's uh, ugly head rearing for him. Every time I see Mookie, I, I, I've said it many times. That is this generation's Call Crawford. Damn, man. I think he's going to have a steep fall off eventually. Why, though? Why why Carl Crawford of all players? First Carl of all, Carl Crawford not... was amazing. I know, he but he was no Mookie Betts. I don't think he had the same power. And and first of all, one's left-handed, the other one's right-handed. I know you don't probably that, don't care about that. Yeah, but No. But, uh, no, man. Mookie Betts we, and Carl Crawford are the same guy. We had to do better than Mookie. Than Mookie and Mookie's Betts. power, let's be real, Mookie's power comes a lot from playing in Boston. Well, how do you explain last year? Last year, was it all came together. I mean, look, okay. Dodgers won. I mean, come on. Yeah, I, I know. Dodgers won. Aaron won. So he's a winner. He's a two-time yeah. champion, apparently, right? I'm a fan of Mookie. Don't get me wrong. I'm a fan. I just oh, can see, okay, okay. I can but when, see him falling off that cliff. But when I'm critical of DJ LeMahieu, I'm just a hater. But when you're critical of Mookie Betts, <laughs> you're still a fan. Okay, the I'm standard. not critical of Mookie. I just said I can see a steep decline, and he's not consistent. And his numbers refer, every year show refer that. Refer to him as the San Francisco Giants of individual baseball players. Come on, Henry. Every other look at his year. Every other year. <laughs> Every other year, Mookie's really good, and then he's okay, and then he's really good, and then he's okay. Okay. He's no trout. By the way, uh, speaking of Penny, I we are officially saying that her first words ever were okay. I wonder what she's hearing. I don't know, but uh, she, I can hear her from up. I have my headphones on, and I can hear her screaming bloody murder downstairs. So, she uh, misses her daddy. Damn right she does. Damn right. Anyway, I was trying to look to see if I can do... Oh, similarity scores to Mookie Betts according to Baseball Reference. And let's just have some fun with real baseball here. Yeah. Baseball Reference, Mookie Betts' similarity scores. Christian Yelich. Okay, so he's... No? You don't like that? Another guy that's inconsistent. So I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Every other year. Yeah. Uh, Inconsistent MVP. Yeah. Every other year. Yeah. Just inconsistent MVP. Andrew McCutcheon. I I would... Andrew McCutcheon through age 27. That's a better comp I, than Carl Crawford. I like I like the cut comp, yeah. Uh, Matt Kemp through age 27. That's another good one. Leon, Leon mentioned that in the comments. Oh, look at Leon. Maybe he should be on the show. <laughs> Bobby Bonds. That's that's not bad. I like that. I like the cut reference more than any, anyone yeah. else on that oh. list. Yeah, I think we're going to go with Andrew Kutch, McCutcheon over. Yeah. Shoot, man. You want to? He gets both Bonds, Barry and Bobby. 
So look at that. If, if uh, Mookie Betts becomes the next Barry Bonds, uh, I think we can look back and say and laugh at the Carl Crawford comparison. Okay, so let's go back to Aaron's team here. <laughs> Got some minor leaguers there, Vidal Brujan being the big one. Uh, Chris Bassett, Nathan Hillbald. Wow, this is a crappy starting pitching already right off the bat. Josh Hader. I mean, this is the reason why she won. I mean, yeah. This, Jesus Christ. Charlie Morton, I guess. Charlie Morton, yeah, uh, when he was healthy. Yeah. Uh, Walker, Texas Bueller, hmm. uh, finished the season on the, on the injured list. Okay, so she has some guys. Uh, wow, I okay. missed the fight club himself, Ken Giles. <laughs> I mean, if this is the pitching staff that wins you a championship, we need to rethink how we uh, we reward score. our pitchers and, and score. <laughs> yeah, well, let's find out what she did here. This is a championship roster. Jose Abreu, without Brujan, will qualify the minor league slot. I don't know okay. why, probably because he's in major league camp right now, but he finished the year in the minors last year, so no big deal. Mookie Betts, obviously. No brainer. Yeah. Aurelvis or- Martinez from the uh, Blue Jays and Riley Green from the Tigers. And oh, there it is, Henry. Josh Hader. There's, there's keeping your relief pitcher. And uh, Deal Hall, also the uh, Orioles uh, prospect, who's he's okay. Uh, but Josh Hader, we were wondering if anyone would keep a relief pitcher. And she. It's not a bad one to keep. Yeah, because even if uh, if he no longer is closing, he'll definitely get some holds, and the yeah. rate stats are enough to just uh, justify it, pretty much. But uh, well, that's I wasn't expecting anybody to keep any relief pitchers, but this is why Aaron won. That you know, she likes to keep her secrets if to herself. We, if but... we kept one though, that would be one to keep. Uh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. How long but, before he gets traded? Uh, from the Brewer. Yeah. Man, if he gets traded, I'd be very surprised, but. He gets traded this season. You think so? Yep. Is uh, what's his contract situation? I don't memorize the contracts. Uh, I'll tell you right now. Okay. In the meantime, I'll go to another third page as we quickly figure out, you know, all the players that were kept. Now let's find out all the players who were not kept. And right off the bat, Aaron Nola, Lance Lynn, Whit Merrifield, Manny Machado. Uh, I can't believe Aaron Nola wasn't kept. Well, you know, uh, Jet, uh, I'm not going to question his decisions. He did make it to the championship game last year. He wanted to go with the second best starting pitcher for the Milwaukee Brewers, even though he has yeah, Brandon Woodruff. Traded. Josh Hader's getting traded. What's the situation there? This is ARB two year. Oh, boy. Well, hey, listen, the Brewers have the pitching. If they really want to win that division, they just have to tweak their lineup a little bit more, get some big bats. And I think that division is theirs for the taking, but they want to play these dumbass games so they get dumbass prices I, I got an mlb update alert about the often talked about miguel landuhar mm-hmm. he is to see a specialist this week for general soreness in his right hand and wrist did you say general soreness general soreness he is an nba player now <laughs> my leader my leader the derrick rose of major league baseball is miguel andujar holy crap he is an nba player now general soreness general soreness Yes, reporting to duty, sir. General Soreness. Um, I play hard for the city. I play for the snow shovelers and the landscapers out it's there. It's interesting for my city. that it's his hand and his wrist, though. Um, oh, that's not good. No. That's not good. Anyway, it's, let's, it's not one or the other, but no, that's. I mean, he had to deal with the shoulder injury, which was already an uphill battle for him. Mm-hmm. You know, playing third base, already a bad fielding third baseman. Yeah, that. This is not good for him. This is a, a failed project in the Yankees at this point, if it's going to be his hand and wrist, because you kind of need those to hit. 
anyway, let's go with uh, the the list here. Aaron Ola, you just mentioned, and Lance Lynn. Uh, uh, Henry, you're on the spotlight here. You had the number two pick. Which of these players do you like best? Come on. If I didn't have uh, Rendon, obviously, I would say Machado. Oh, yeah. Interesting. So you're going to go pitcher then? Spill the tea. Come on. I don't know good. if I like Lynn. I don't. I, I love Nola. I don't know if I love him enough to be the number two pick. I will tell you this much: I don't think Whelan's gonna draft Nola. There's no way. I I think I like Flaherty more than I like Nola. Oh snap! Okay. Yeah, I think I think I like Flaherty more than Nola. All right. So Jack how is Jose Barrios that high? Stop. Um, showing up is half the battle, bro. Stop. <laughs> I think uh, it's more of a an accumulation of stats than being good at anything in particular. So uh, we do have some uh, counting stats that we need to account for. So he probably that's probably why he's projected higher on this list uh, according to Fantrax. So yeah, ba- based on our scoring system. I like Jose Barrios. I don't think I would touch him with like the first ten picks. <laughs> no, this is uh, second round territory. If we are to yeah. go vanilla with these uh, pitchers and these, do you hitters. really think he would be drafted in the second round? There's no way. Exactly. Uh, and this would be the virtual fifth round. So maybe yeah. in the fifth, you now even in the fifth round, that might be too high, right? 10 picks in before you even look at Barrios. So based on uh, Whelan's team, uh, he has Freddie Freeman, Mike Stremski, and Wander Franco. There's a good chance that Manny Machado might be the number one pick uh, he, overall. He should take Manny Machado. Yeah. But uh, knowing Whelan, he might, he's a wild card, bro. He's like, uh, <laughs> you're short of smoking aces. This is the wild card. He's a joker, right? He it might just feel, get out of here. That was stolen bases, man. It has to be. I, I don't get it. And triples and doubles because we keep individual count of those. Uh, he might just go and uh, get Walker Bueller, Texas Ranger. Just I he's mean, young. That, that wouldn't be a bad choice. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so you would say, what would you say you would do? You would go with Jack Flaherty maybe? I might go with Flaherty, yeah. Uh, you heard it here first. So when that clock starts, Maldonado already is, he's already has a strategy set. Jack Flaherty, the bulldog pitcher from the Cardinal. Or I'm bluffing. Why would, now, why would you do that? <laughs> Carlos Carrasco's on this list, who is on his way for Tommy John surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a uh, Mets curse right there for you. Is it the Mets curse, or is it Cleveland getting out early on a pitcher again? Oh, that's a really good point, because he did the same with Mike Clevenger. And? and Trevor Bauer. And? There's more? Corey, Corey Kluber. Kluber. Oh, Kluber was already on the down slip. But let's be real, he wasn't injured when he was with, with the Indians. No. He got rid of him before he got hurt. No, but he was already overused. And well, That's he was my over- point. They got rid of him before no. well, Let's, But we'll give Indians. Well, they're very good at – I always refer to them as the pitching factory. They're very good at bringing up pitchers and developing them, and they are very good at throwing them out like a used condom. So we'll If give them Justin Shane Bieber gets traded this offseason, watch out for the injury next season. Justin Shane Bieber. I like that. I like that a lot. I'm going to call him that every now, every, every show now. I'm just going to refer to him as uh, Justin Shane Bieber. Justin Shane Bieber. That's the best way to do it. Leon wants to know if, uh, if Miguel Andujar got carpal tunnel from handling wood. Hey, he doesn't handle enough wood. That's the problem. Yeah, he's always hurt. Uh, no, he never plays. Well, that too, yeah, for sure. Um, let's finish up. I do this. believe. I, I, look, I do believe guys who play more, the young guys who play more, generally get hurt less. Interesting. 
I feel like it's the opposite. I, I think if you sit guys and rest them in baseball too much, I think those guys end up getting hurt more. Hmm. It's interesting theory I'll to uh, keep an eye on that. Um, but uh, I mean, the Yankees, I mean, I feel like the Yankees always rest their starters like Sunday afternoons or whatever. So maybe it's hard a- when you have like the biggest <clears throat> position player to ever play the game, you have to find a way to, you know, curtail him. Like, I don't understand why Stanton is DHing. I would be rotating Stanton and Judge right field in DH. Yeah. It's not like Stanton is a bad outfielder. Yeah, you he's would a, think he's a good defensive outfielder. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, you would think they would just rotate everybody, Gary Sanchez as well, give him a break from catching and just. Absolutely. I mean, that's what. I would, I would alternate Judge and Stanton and make sure neither one of them plays, mm-hmm. you know, every day in the field. Interesting. You would think that, that theoretically speaking, that's how the DH spot would work, but apparently some guys, some teams just like to plant those guys full time at DH. So, which. Which I always hated. I yeah, always thought it was. Yeah. Anyway, Tyler Glass now, Ozzy Albies. Uh, those are some of the other, the other guys that are available. Your guy, Sonny Gray, also available. Zach Wheeler, who's very my high on Ozzy Albies. Yeah, you like him? Very, them? very this, high on Ozzy. This Albies. show doesn't like I him at all. So, really, you guys don't like him, either one of you. We think uh, I want to believe in him, but I've been burned by him before. And I'm just looking at his, some of his numbers, and he's very inconsistent, especially in a non base league. If he could just show me that he could consistently get to 330 on base percentage, it would be justifiable. But we've seen him do sub 320 on base percentage and it's the same thing with uh, Luis Robert you can't steal bases if you can't get on base and I think it's more hype than than substance Sean hates him even more than I do I, I still want to believe in him because he's still young but he needs to show me something and that's why I have DJ LeMahieu as the number one uh, second baseman and Albies is like the default number two but it's uh I'm a big big uh Ozzy Albies fan I think uh explain to the people better. why I like him a lot. I think he's young. He can give you some pop. He can get you some stolen bases. He's not going to get you the stolen bases Acuna is going to get you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he can be a 30-30 guy. Oh, Jesus. Well, he needs to be a lot more consistent than he has shown to be a 30-30 can, guy. I think he can be a 30-30 guy. Listen, man, if he becomes a 15-15 guy, I would be higher on him. But he's not. He, he's um, he's shown that he's very inconsistent. So, But, you know, he's still young. He's only 24, very 25 young. years old. I was old, just so. about to say he's very young. I, so. I think he can be a 30-30 guy. Yeah, so he has time to. Uh, He's got a lot of Alfonso Soriano potential in him. Oh wow, that's. I don't know all about that, but eh, you know they both play second base at one point, so maybe that's where you're coming from. So, uh, Sandy Alcantara. Uh, I don't know if he's going to hit 400 home runs in his career. But... No, he, Alves is not going to hit 400 home runs. I mean, he's off to a great start because uh, the Braves called him up and gave him a yeah. cheap contract. So, you know, that's what I wanted to ask you, um, or just anyone in general. But with all these stupid ass teams doing this manipulation nonsense, it it and now you're waiting till they're 23, 24, 25 years old for them to be called up just to manipulate that. I feel like that's really messing up these guys' careers and a shot to get into the Hall of Fame because if you're not showing up in Major League Baseball to start padding those stats, what good are you in, in terms of in the eyes of the Hall well, of Fame? The problem with that is I think the voters and the fans are getting smarter and they're starting to not believe in counting stats as much hope. as you know averages and, and analytical stats. Like, yo, this guy's peak was absolutely amazing. Um, I think once Andrew Jones gets into the Hall of Fame, that will be mm. justified. <laughs> um, but I, I think the voters in general are just smarter and they say, hey, this guy's peak was, you know, comparable to this player here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think we've looked past, you know, longevity and, and counting stats and, and those, you know, milestone 3000 hits, you know, 500 home runs. I think we've, we're starting to look past those numbers. 
Man, I hope you're right. I I, I, I want to share your optimism, but it seems like that's always going to be the magic numbers. 3,000 hits, 500 home runs, 3,000 strikeouts, 300 wins. I don't think we're going to see another 3,000 hitter ever again. Yeah, like I said, service time manipulation is a bitch. That's you have Miguel Cabrera. No, not Miguel Cabrera. Who's, who's somebody's close this year? Pujols? No, Pujols passed it already. No. Oh, my bad. I just, I don't like. I'm the I'm the uh, people you were describing. I don't keep track of the counting stats like I used to anymore. No, so I, I think. Uh, hold on a second. Active hits leader. Yeah, Pujols is at thirty-two, thirty-six. But uh, anyway. While Henry looks that up, uh, some other players available in our draft, Bo Bichette, who uh, I'm doing the whole, uh, whatever, whatever this is called, uh, Birdman, the Birdman thing. Like, oh, yeah, Bo Bichette's available, huh? I like Bo Bichette a lot. I'm a... But they've, they've been talking about changing his position for a while. Is that really going to happen? Good, good. Because I already got Glaybar yeah. Torres on my team. I could use Dude, that versatility. We'll never see another 3,000 hit again. Yeah? How bad is it? Uh, active players... After Miguel Cabrera, I should say. Go ahead. Miguel Cabrera is at 2866. I think I made a post earlier about him getting uh, 500 home runs and 3,000 hits in the same season, which should happen. I don't think he's at happen. 2866. Then you got Robinson Cano at 2624. He's not getting it. Oof. Yadier Molina, which is amazing that he has 2,000 hits, by the way. He has 2,001 hits. I would not have pegged Yadi for 2,000 hits. Well, he is a punch and Judy catcher, man. So I, uh, I, I Joey Votto at 1908. He's already that, 36 uh, years old. Ryan Zimmerman at 1784. Everyone on this list is over 32. Mm-hmm. Uh, Starling Castro at 1633 at age 30. You know, our, our Reverend Robert Holiday used to refer to Starling Castro as the future Hall of Famer Starling Castro. Whether- so he, here's a guy that everyone thought automatically would get 3,000 hits, Jose Altuve. Right? Mm-hmm. You kind of said Altuve... He's at 16, 10, and he's 30 years old. And he had the worst season of his career. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing that you, you guys at Dong City, Dong City probably already mentioned it, but this 60-game season really messes up a lot of yeah. uh, career milestones anyway. Yeah. So, no, this pandemic was a killer in so many ways. And, and from a baseball-only perspective, it probably derailed a lot of um, – what, what little hope any of these players have for the Hall of Fame really derailed it. Go ahead. Brett Gardner, 1384, baby. All right. <laughs> Look, I'm a Brett Gardner fan. Uh-huh. If I could have a career like Brett Gardner, I'd be ecstatic. Uh, Mike Trout was probably the youngest person on the top 40 list. Yep. yep. Mike Trout's the youngest person, barely. He's at 1380. He's 28 years old. I don't see Trout getting to 3,000 either. Mm. You know what it is, he's, Henry? He's 10 years in and he doesn't have half. He's not halfway to, to 3,000 yet. Yeah. You know, well, you know the, the things that's going to be from now on, I think a lot of these voters, if they want to get anybody into the Hall of Fame, because first and foremost, that's a museum, right? And yeah. that museum makes a shit ton of money when there's a actual Hall of Famers getting inducted because everybody makes that trek to Cooperstown. But they're going to have to, uh, these voters are going to have to just go rely on, on yeah. war wins about replacement, whether they use the baseball reference version or the fangirls version. And just go with that counting stat because I, I I'm gonna go in and say after Miguel Cabrera we won't ever see a three thousand hit again. Yeah, well, like I said, service manipulation. Um, the pandemic might play a bigger role than any of us think on this game. Uh, anyway, let's go back to our uh, list and we'll finish up here. Some of the other players of note that are are available. Uh, we mentioned some of them already on this uh, list here. Zach Greinke. Sunny Gray. Look at Sunny Gray. 
Yeah. Well, that's kind of my one of my favorite days of all time, right? Uh, uh, sunny gray summer. Uh, Zach Greinke at 37, 38 years old, I believe. He's still a top 50 player on this list. Uh, Kyle Hendricks. <laughs> Kyle Hendricks and Marco Gonzalez are pretty much the same guys as far as I'm concerned. There's your guy, Denelson Lamette. My guy, Dylan yes. Bundy. Cattell Marte. You believe in Cattell Marte? Cattell Marte. I like Marte. Yeah. Uh, Kettle Mars. Yeah. Julio Urias, I'm a big believer. I just don't like the fact that he's with the Dodgers because at any point, the Dodgers are going to look at him and say, you know, we do need another left-handed pitcher out of the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Stop doing Mexicans dirty like that. Come on, you guys. I think Urias ends his career in the bullpen. Fucking hey. Yeah. Sorry, sorry for all the swearing, but uh, Henry brings out the worst in me. I do that to everyone. Yeah, uh, New York Felipe in the house. I'm sorry, how are some of these guys rated higher than Blake Snell? Is it just an accumulation of innings thing, maybe? Yeah, Blake Snell has uh, issues staying healthy, so... He doesn't have an issue staying healthy. Yeah, he, he his issue was Tampa Bay not using him past two times in a lineup issue. Oh, that's also true. Yeah, that's also true. Tampa yeah. Bay just did not let him face that lineup more than twice, no matter what. So we'll see what the Padres are a bit more lenient, but the Padres are also an analytics driven team. Uh, I mean, I know that they hired some of the fan graphs guys over there right now. Yeah. So we'll see what I don't happens. I think they're as bad as Tampa Bay is, though. Yeah, I, I do believe the Padres are. And a when bit I more say lenient. bad, I mean, I mean, like they stick to their mm-hmm. yeah, like numbers said, no matter what who you are, no matter what everything else is showing. And exactly. the World Series showed that. Exactly. Like I said, I think the Padres are a little bit more lenient with their thinking. And I mean, they, we're, we're already seeing what they do with their minor leaguers. Fernando Tatis getting called up and getting that gargantuan contract just shows that the Padres are more than willing to think outside the box, regardless of which box they're checking. I mean, out. I don't blame them. They got the best rotation in baseball. Oh. Holy, holy hell. Uh-oh. I'm saying it. Best rotation in baseball. I'm just letting it linger a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Marcelo Zuna, Kevin Gossman, TJ Antone. Um, I know uh, Sean is high on this guy, so I'm giving you all of Sean's secrets in case you guys haven't been paying attention. Uh, Sterling Marte, you still believe in Sterling Marte at the age of 33 years old, 32, yes, 33 years old? Yeah, I with the Marlins. I, I thought for sure him or um, Jackie Bradley would end up on the Mets. I think both guys fit them perfectly. Yeah, uh, and neither did, but hey. <clears throat> Uh, gun to your head, Charlie Blackman or Sally Marte? Uh, when it comes Charlie to that, Marte. oh, no hesitation from you. Okay, Corey Seager. Uh, wow, how mighty have fallen. This guy was an MVP candidate last year, yeah, and uh, he's gonna get paid. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. He's, he's, I think he's the he's the shortstop that ends up on the Yankees, really. Yeah, over Lindor. I would love Lindor, but if I'm thinking like honestly, honestly, and realistically, I think Seager ends up as a Yankee. Wow. Because okay. I think the Yankees are going to get one of the big four shortstops no matter what. Mm-hmm. The and Mets is... would be absolute fools to boggle the to bumble the uh, Lindor extension. Yeah. And I think you guys mentioned in Dong City, you guys are expecting close to a Fernando Tatis level contract. Is that absolutely? Correct? Yeah. I, I, 300 plus for sure. Yeah. Hey, just remember your boy right here called it the 300 plus million dollars that Tatis was going to get, called it way back yeah. in the fall. So I've been running my victory lap ever since. So yeah, I'm not always right. But when I do, you'll know about it, right? But hey, fuck it. I but I'm wrong. I get enough of that with Vince. <laughs> yeah, well, just like you heard in Dong City, I said that this was going to happen and it happened. So suck my dick. Okay. So uh, again, New York Felipe in the house. Uh, Kavan Vigio. You believe in Kavan Vigio here with the Blue Jay? Yes, I, I like Kevin Vigio. Yeah. All right. I don't. I don't see any. You but really? I like, no, I just... Uh, 
punch and Judy hitter. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. But you, uh, you, right, you, you say that a lot as if that's a bad thing. Not be. every guy has to give you power. Yeah, but it'd be nice. I mean, it's nice. But look, if you can get a guy like that, that gives you good on base and, you know, a high out batting average, you know, I'm not a batting average guy per se, but if you're going to give me a, a, you know, a higher batting average, I'm going to take it. I just, when I think of guys like that, now I put Biggio on a higher uh, level than a guy like David Fletcher, but a lot of those guys are just one dimensional. Like they only, all they do is just batting average and that's it. And if you're a five by five, I mean, if that's what you're looking for, fine. But that's okay. If, no, you're, well, if, not, look, if you're a high batting uh, average I'm guy, sorry. you're a high on base guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But if you're only hitting oh. 280, then there's a possibility that you can also be on base for 323, which is the defeats the purpose i think and i don't know i just like a little bit more uh versatility of my players and i think biggio theoretically speaking he could be that guy but just i just know that if this was just uh i just think that he's only gonna be effective with one category and that's it in this league so he look he's a slap hitter for sure yeah well, wait i a... keep forget- you're asking me if i like him in this league versus in real life uh both i mean i like I'm... him in real life in the league okay. I, I i definitely agree with you uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I like him regardless. Oh, okay. Well, here's a better question for you: Vladimir Guerrero Jr. or Rafael Devers? When it's time to choose one or the other? Well, they play two different positions, so give me oh. both. Oh, son of a bitch! I still think Guerrero. <laughs> okay, uh, you need. Okay, listen to me. You need a corner infielder for that corner infield slot, and both of these guys miraculously are still available. Or maybe you're just aggressively pursuing that early in the draft. Who do you who do you take right there? I see a lot of Devers, and when he's on, he's on, man. Oh yeah. When Devers oh, is yeah. on, he is on. And without looking at them, I'm going to say Devers has a much higher on base percentage. Mm. Uh, we'll we'll have to search it up really quick, but let's uh, move on to the second I batch of players. Probably go with Devers, yeah. Okay. Well, here's a second batch of uh, top 50 players here. Marcus Simeon, Tim Anderson. Uh, gun to your head, uh, Simeon or Anderson? Simeon. Oh, oh, wow. Seriously? Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, I okay I'll, I'll leave it at that i uh keeper league in this format 27 years old always beats 30 Simeon's years old. gonna have eligibility at two positions by the way that is also that's a good point very good point on your part uh there uh david price devin williams so there's a i think i think is... david price is gonna have a hell of a year too yeah I and mean, he's well rested right he's rested look all that attention is off of him all that pressure's off of him they won without him yep. what is the realistic expectation if you're a dodgers fan for david price nothing yeah <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Some people, some publications haven't projected as the number five starter for that team. So that should tell you all you need to know about David Price. There's literally no expectation. He can go, he's going to go in there and absolutely dominate, fly under the radar and have an outstanding season. Interesting. Devin Williams, uh, you know, he was a hotshot rookie last year coming out of the bullpen. That might be the reason why Josh Hader gets uh, moved out of the closer position, or as you mentioned earlier, gets traded to a contending team, which... Mm -hmm. That would suck for the Brewers and the Brewers fans. George that, Springer. That, that return should be pretty, you know, plentiful. Yeah, well, shit, you would think so. But if, if these, listen, man, if these trades aren't in the, any indication, I think these teams are getting smarter when it comes to how they trade their prospects away. I mean, some of these trades have been pretty underwhelming. Yeah. But uh, I think teams are just getting better. Like, yeah, we're not trading our top 10 prospect for a rental player, so to speak. I, I just wish the Yankees, and I think it happens post-Chapman, I just wish they'd get away. And most most of these teams from the singular closer mm-hmm. you know and learn to just manage a bullpen by matchup yeah yeah like the i think like that's the, race the best do. way yeah i think that's the best way to manage a bullpen is not with one guy as your designated closer yeah or all this chapman is going to be in the hall of fame or all this chapman is one of the greatest closers of all time yeah you pitch him two innings you're fucked yeah, you pitch him in the eighth inning you're fucked 
this i mean we we don't win without him here but uh, yeah we uh, saw yeah, we do. saw no our bullpen sucked that year you'll, and, and, you'll and, win and, without him no i don't think so and chapman was um was our default best close uh, got, the fault best for Libra you guys year. have to take that stance to to justify the glaber no, Torres trade you I, guys I mean, can win with no it was I bad think you guys win without him no it I was get, pretty no, no, bad it, it was bad it Henry. was bad it was it was but i still think you well, like Cleveland we, pulled an all-time choke job. No, that, well, it's like I tell Vince all the time. Vince doesn't want to hear this from me either, but they had no outfielders to that in 2016. Every ball that was hit in the air, they don't know what the hell to make of it. You got three outfielders who didn't know where the ball was choked. going. That, well, that's partially the reason because they had no outfield. So um, that's why I justify the Jason Hayward contract, right? So George Springer. Yeah, can't justify that. <laughs> hey, he was our best on-base guy last year. So, hey. Paying dividends at the ripe age of 32 years old. That money does not just she. Hey, we got that championship. It Everything's justified, all right? 108 years of waiting. Everything's justified, Henry. The guy See, you, you have highlighted should be much higher on this list. Yeah, the 20 uh, in uh, Jesus Lazard. I was going to just uh, finish up my last point. Listen, as a Yankee fan, you guys are spoiled. You guys think that uh, championships grow on trees, but they don't. So it, uh, the Yankees are an anomaly, not the... You know what the Yankees are? The European soccer is what they are, okay? They just... Just expect them to win every freaking year. So, Jesus Lazardo run smart. I, I'm not complaining. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. I mean, Brian Cashman is one of the most underrated guys. Listen, this guy, Brian Cashman, has been a general manager since I was a teenager. What? What? Who? What? No, that's an anomaly right there. No one yeah. is. No one is safe in this in in, in pro sports, uh, let alone the uh, Yankees. A GM for that long, but a GM for the Yankees at that. Under Steinbrenner, the yeah. the first Steinbrenner, not the not the not and the offspring. Never forget, the offspring. he's the guy that had the balls to stand up to Steinbrenner and said, "Hey, I get full autonomy. I get to make the decisions, or I'm out." Mm -hmm. And uh, and Cashman gave him what he wanted. And it's been a good decision for them ever since. Yeah. Uh, I know it's been since 2009, but uh, you guys are fine. Um, Jesus Lazardo, we talk about Jesus Lazardo. I had him on my team. Uh, yeah, that was a train wreck. I was expecting a lot more, um, but uh, hopefully big, he big bounces fan. back. He will. Okay. Too much talent there. Way too much, and only 23 years old. So, uh, but for me, it was too inconsistent. I want to win now, not two years from now. So, um, Joe Musgrove, uh, this guy's been going up my rankings. I'll admit it. I'll say it right really? now. I I love. I had him on my team last year. He was kind of keeping me afloat above water late last year. Um, he's with the Padres now. Uh, brand new outlook in life. In baseball. Yeah, well, he's a reason why. He just got – I just saw a roster resource putting him up as a number three starter over to Nelson Lamette. So yeah, that, when, I, I don't believe in that, though. Uh, uh, you'll see, man. You'll see. I, I think Musgrove's going to surprise some people this year. And, I, 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 like I said, he's now on my top 30 list. Trent Grisham. So where's, uh, where's Chris Paddock's slot in? He's the number four starter. or No, actually number five, I think. So where's, so where's Lamette? Number four. Yeah, yeah. No, I I think the problem, because like I said, uh, the thing with Lamette is he's recovering from Tommy John surgery. Again, not an excuse, but it's a fact of life. It's just, you know, it's going to take some time. And he's a two-pitch pitcher. The good thing with Lamette, though, I think, and, and what you'll have with everyone is coming off of a shortened season, I don't think anyone's going to be pushed to, to, you know, exceed the innings by a lot. I think you're going to see. So I think the reason I like the Yankees approach this season is there's a lot of fucking guys who are just going to eat innings. It's not like, hey, here's your five rotation guys, and they're going to win it all, pitching hey, 200 innings each. Hey, here's your five guys who can make me a pizza. Yeah. Okay. There's, 
You Darvish, yeah. Blake Snell, Joe Musgrove. Look, look at these projections: 164 strikeouts and 163 innings. He's gonna I'm eat looking up. at the innings. That's that's what I want to see the innings. Well, that's why he's listed number three because compared to Lamette and Paddock, and these are based why on the Paddock only projected at 104 innings. Yeah, uh, he's he's being babied, bro. You think about Walker Bueller for first. How many innings did he pitch? Let me see. Yeah, go ahead. And uh, now my question is, how are they going to make up for those lack of innings? I don't know. Maybe these projections are completely wrong. These are based on fan graph step charts, which could they go a little bit haywire. But I, I'll buy the 163 innings for Joel Musgrove this year. I'll definitely buy that. I could see that. Yeah. Uh, Mike Clevenger recovering from Tommy John surgery. Uh, let's look at who's in their minor leagues. Um, maybe they'll bring up AJ Morejon to pitch some innings. Anderson Spinoza to mix throw some innings in there, although the projections say otherwise, but Mackenzie Gore that you might get 75 innings from him. Apparently Do they we'll ever call him up. I mean, Nope. <laughs> they keep acquiring guys that just knock him down, knock him down, knock him down. And uh, time is really flying. Oh, wow. Time's time flies by when we're having fun. Uh, Sixto Sanchez, Trent Grisham. I know you're a little bitter about this one. I do. Uh, yes. I do feel sorry for you, but it is what it is. As uh, Dusty Rose used to say, I think. Trent Grisham, I know Sean's favorite guys right there. You believe in Trent Grisham over there, Henry, for the Padres as well? Yeah. Yeah. Some guy. Some guy. He ain't no David Fletcher. I get it. Chris. <laughs> no punch and Judy hitter. <laughs> yeah. Chris Bryant um, and Paul Goldschmidt, uh, how the mighty have fallen. Do you believe in them bouncing back this year? Chris Bryant, yes. Goldschmidt, no. Ooh. Zach Plesak, uh, do you think he's a little underrated here or is he rightfully rated? Uh, I think he should be higher. Uh, Zach Plesak or Pablo Lopez? Gun to your head. Please act. Okay. Luis Robert. Uh, we talk, talked about him already. Uh, here's an interesting one. Aaron Savali versus Dustin May. Who do you take right there? Dustin May. Yeah, Dustin my May. friend. Yeah. Hell yeah. J.D. Martinez. Uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> you bounce back well, here for I, him okay, too or no? See, that, that's a guy that I think is weighted, rated way too low. Jeff McNeil. Jeff McNeil, yeah, I know. Uh, uh, Sean and I like him a lot. I know he's a punch and Judy I'm hitter. I'm a big Jeff McNeil fan. When everyone was on Peter Alonso, his rookie season, you can go back and I will say Jeff McNeil is the best player on that team. All right, gun to your head. Which punch and Judy hitter do you take, Jeff McNeil or David Fletcher? Jeff McNeil. Yeah, my guy, my man. There you I go. like Jeff McNeil a lot. Nelson Cruz or JD Martinez? Let's go. I'm mean, Nelson Cruz is still hitting, right? <laughs> Yeah, he's DH. He's with I the mean, twin. Until he retires and he or he gets caught again. I mean, <laughs> I'm thinking Nelson Cruz. Let's uh let's do some more of these. Robbie Ray versus Frankie Montes. Neither. <laughs> no, gun to your head, Henry. Come on. New York, this is Bronx rules right here. Uh, give me the loot. Give me the loot. Oh, that's Brooklyn, isn't it? My bad. Yeah, I, I just Robbie Ray. I, we've been hearing about what his ceiling can be for too long at this point. Cashman loved him. Give me Montez by default. Yeah, I mean, we've been hearing about Montez's ceiling as well, and it seems well, he's he not got, as much as Ray. No, that's true. That's, I mean, I, I, he was with the White Sox, so I've been hearing about Montez uh, personally since yeah. way back in the day. He's already 27 years old, which is kind of surprising. Um, let's see. Let's give you another. One. Oh, okay, pair of left-handers right here: Andrew Haney versus Caleb Smith. Who do you take? Haney. There you go, my man. There you go. I got to look out for you, man. I got to look out for you in this draft. Uh, let's keep going a little bit longer. Uh, oh, they gave Castellanos no love. Yeah, well, let's let's go there. Nick Castellanos versus Alex Verdugo. Gun to your head. You know what? Let's let's get three-headed monster right here. Verdugo, nope. Castellanos, not, or Lourdes. I'm not touching. Do it. <laughs> I'm not touching Gore. Ah. Do it. 
Just I'm do it. I'm going to tell you a Lourdes Goriel story. I think I said this in the group. Go ahead. Might as well. We're already way Me, over time here. My son and uh, Hardy were at a Yankee game. Uh-huh. Hardy had a friend that was working security right by the wall in the outfield. Like we were literally right on the wall. Uh-huh. Goriel's playing there. I'm heckling the hell out of this guy. I'm, I mean, I'm heckling. I'm giving him shit. I'm talking all kinds of shit. He ended up having like three hits, four hits, a home run being one of them, making like two outstanding catches. And I was like, the more I talk shit, the more this guy went off. Everyone around me was like, yo, just shut up already because he's killing us. Absolutely killing us. He comes back at the end, toward the end of the game and he has a ball that he wants to throw to the fans. So by default, you put your hand up and he looks at me like, really? Like, you've been giving me shit all game and you ask me for a ball. He just kind of gave me that lip curl like, fuck you, and threw it to someone else. But yeah, I rode Goriel so bad that game and it turned around and bit us in the ass so fucking hard for that whole series, man. There you go, man. Lesson learned. I hope everybody takes note of this lesson. Uh, everybody is a hater until they have a free baseball is trying to be oh, given away. Look, there's just some guys that, you know, they need that little that little boost. And I think that that weekend I gave him that boost, man, because he just killed us. <laughs> All right. So no to Guriel. So Verdugo or Castellanos? Castellanos. All right, let's move on. Cesar Hernandez, Dan Swanson, middle infield uh, battle here. Who do you take? Come to your head. Cesar Hernandez. Cesar Hernandez. Okay. Uh, let's do some Chicago action. Corner infield, Anthony Rizzo versus Juan Moncada. Who do you take? Moncada. Okay. Okay. So you like some Cubans, but not other Cubans. Yeah. I don't like Cubans that Cashman don't like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, this is a bad one. Eloy Jimenez versus Eddie Rosario. Wait, why are you hesitating? The reason I'm hesitating is because Eddie Rosario will always have a place in my heart. Ah, look at you with the Puerto Rican hat. He will always have a place in my heart. He killed the WBC the year he played for us. I want to say 16, 2016. Okay. Um, but for this, I'm going with, with uh, Eloy. Okay. But Eddie uh, Rosario played his ass off and he, he's... He had the love of Puerto Rico, man. I just, he always has a place in my heart. It's a fun team that year. That yeah. was a really fun team. It's a shame you guys didn't win it. Uh, Rubio Every, had everybody dyeing their hair blonde. Forget yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Christian Javier versus Matthew Boyd. Who do you take? Matthew Boyd. Uh, oh, really? Yes. Okay. Okay. okay here's a better about Christian Javier with no garbage cans, right? The pitches weren't effective. What, what, what's? I'm just saying. What, 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 what would be the benefit of that? With the what, okay, the hitter's gonna really, swing we, no matter what. We had a question on on board. Uh, what's the question? From Corey, said Bieber, Cole, or Degrom first pitcher off the board. I think all three of those guys were kept. But I think in general, I think he just in wants general, to I think in general, Matt Mikelandovar. <laughs> I mean, you can make an argument for either guy, but I think the ground goes first. Yeah, I think so. Uh, just the experience. I wouldn't have a problem with Garrett Cole. The thing I do have a problem with Garrett Cole, he pitches at Yankee Stadium. So yes. that's uh, Garrett Cole is prone to give up home runs. Yeah. Um, yeah. The ground pitches in a bigger park, and yep. Bieber hasn't done it enough. Yep. Yep. Justin Shane Bieber. Gotcha. So if, I've, if I had to go in order, I would say the uh, ground, Cole, and Bieber in that order. Yeah, ditto, ditto. I think that's how I have it in my cheat sheet, too. Uh, here's a better matchup for you. Eloy Jimenez versus Randy Arozarena. Both uh, mid-20s guys. Uh, looks like they're about to hit I mean, Randy Arozarena can't be that good, can he? I don't know. I mean, suddenly... Is he going to match the hype? A lot of people are talking about him for rookie of the year. Yep. He is eligible. 
Yep. Uh, uh, very, very Gary Sanchez esque that way he came up and just went off. Uh, he's a little bit more versatile than Eloy Jimenez too, but I, I love Eloy's bat though. I I would go with Eloy just for consistency yeah. basis. I, love I don't the, know. I love that bat. And I don't know what to expect from Randy Orozarena at this point. So I think you know it's also fun to watch in the outfield. (laughs) Okay, enough of that. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, Let's see here. Davy Garcia, my guy. Okay, Davy Garcia versus Corey Kluber (laughs) this year in this league. This year, and and this league as well. Kluber, because I think uh, Mm -hmm. Davy will pitch a lot less innings. Yeah. Okay. Good answer. Good answer. Yuli Gurriel versus Carlos Santana. You got to go with Yuli until he can't go anymore, right? I think so, too. Okay. Okay. I was going to ask you, Yuli Gurriel with trash cans versus Carlos Santana without trash cans. No, no. But... I Yuli, you, you got to keep going with him. He's doing his thing. All right. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got. I want a good one for Big you. Big year from Didi Gregorius, by the way. I believe in him. Yep. Yep. I like that a lot. Um, let's go with this one. This is an interesting one. Uh, Tristan McKenzie versus Freddie Peralta in this league format. Well, that's Tristan McKenzie having starting pitcher eligibility. Uh, yeah, he's going to be a starting Peralta pitcher. Relief pitcher. Yeah, but Peralta has been known to uh, pitch multiple innings and get you those high strikeout rates. Yeah. And uh, Give me the low. Cleveland pitcher all the time. All right, all right. Uh, Peralta was pretty good, though, last year. So uh, let's see. Okay. What about Hunter Dozier versus Josh Bell? Uh, uh, scratch that. Josh Bell, Hunter Dozier, Eric Hosmer, three-headed monster battle. What do you Eric got? Eric Hosmer. Look, this guy. All right. I would personally take Josh Bell. I'm also a big fan of Hunter Dozier, but I don't have a problem with Eric Hosmer. It's just he's not. I mean, look, Josh Bell in a, on a new team could uh could be something special to watch. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, what else we got here? Well, let me give you. I want to give you a good. Okay, let's let's do the softball one. Brady Singer versus Antonio Sensatella for the Rockies. Luke Voigt. No, no, I didn't ask for Luke Voigt. I asked for these two right here. Luke Voigt. No, get gun to your head. Come on, Singer versus Sensatella. Got to pick Singer. Okay, 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 okay. I got. I'm surprised they're that close, actually. I don't. I don't know. I don't know all about that. But uh, I already know where you're going next. Luke Voigt versus Alec Baum, corner infield battle. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you didn't say uh, Matt Olson, but okay. I'm only going with what I'm seeing here. But Luke Voigt, give me my guy. Do you want Luke Voigt in in this format? Okay. At least I know I have Alec. One less team to worry about to get Alec Baum back. Power numbers. Give me my guy. Alec Bohm is supposed to have some power, and he's younger. Not, my, not Luke Voigt power. Oh, okay, all right, all right. Yankee fans going to Yankee fans, all right. Hey, look uh, at that power. <laughs> Although I still say we got to trade Voigt. I will capitalize trade Voigt, move DJ to first base. All right. Matt Olson versus Luke Voigt. Let's go. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my guy, Luke Voigt. Oh! Or, okay, what if Matt Olson is on the Yankees and Luke Voigt's with the A's? Give me Matt Olson. <laughs> uh, that's what I thought. <laughs> Yankee you gotta, Homer, yeah, Yankee yeah. Homer, gonna Yankee Homer. All you right. got a Homer eventually. You can't fool me, man. You can't. You got a Homer me. eventually. All right, but um, I do, I do see a big bounce back from Olsen. You know, I'm a big Olsen fan. <laughs> Framil Reyes versus Jordan Alvarez. They're Ooh. both DH eligible only. Uh I'm gonna go with Jordan. His ceiling is much higher. Okay, I like. I, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with either of them. I just, yeah, to pick yeah. one though. All right, let's finish up strong here. Uh, okay, how about this trio? Why Johnny Cueto still in the league? Yeah, <laughs> well, he's still with that big contract with the Giants. He ain't going nowhere. Uh, let's go with this trio of young pitchers: Nate Pearson, Advert Alzale for the Cubs, and Griffin Canning. I don't believe in LA pitchers. 
Uh, okay, how about Spencer Howard as well? Let's throw in that four-headed monster, that's Spencer a, Howard as well. That's a good one. Um, I'm going to go with Pearson. Uh, Nate Pearson, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, you have to go with the guy who's going to probably start the season with the Blue Jay here. So, look, um, both, both those guys play in, in, in the two best divisions in baseball. I think uh, the, the yeah. AL East and the NL East are the two best divisions in baseball. Yeah, that's uh, there's no easy uh, – no no cakewalk there. Uh, well, the Orioles, but, yeah, still. Uh, even the Orioles played much better. Than yeah, anyone else. There's still the Orioles. Come on. I, I have faith in the Orioles. I don't. Getting, I, I'll, I'll give the Orioles some credit. They look a lot better this year than last year. But there's still. somebody that's still in the league. I can't believe Nick Ahmed. Nick Ahmed. Yeah. Uh, well, he. Remember, they chose. They chose him mm-hmm. over Didi. It was. It was Nick Ahmed, Didi Gregorius, and there was another shortstop there. Uh, Chris Owens. Yes, they chose Nick Ahmed, and they chose wrong. <laughs> and Chris Owens as well. They they kept those two guys. I forgot what Gregorius was traded for. Um, I can't remember. They ch- I, they chose wrong for sure. I think Gregorius was with the Indians, and that's who the Diamondbacks gave up to get rid of Trevor Bauer. Right? Is that how it happened? It's possible. It'd be something to look up later on. Yeah, Javier Baez or Brandon Lau. Give me Javi. Okay. Okay. So, so you still believe in him somehow, some way? I do. I do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, and uh, that's he a good can't place to be as bad as his numbers say he is. I mean, at some point, you are what you are, right? But I, I think Javi's ceiling is better than that. No, uh, oh, really quick Liam Hendricks versus uh, James Karinchek of the Indians. Liam Hendricks, okay, yeah, that's a good place to stop right there. I, uh, the thing with Javi Bias is that he's oh, he's got he's that's who he is, he's gonna be a free swinging swing from the heels, try to aim for the fences kind of guy and that's what makes him so excitable and so good what did um, i call him before we went on shit i forgot starling castro with okay, more flair that's, that's not <laughs> Woo! flair baby it's the greatest moment of my life um that's a nice charlotte flair impression no charlotte flair would go, <laughs> i don't know who you are but i am the queen and, uh, it's just, true well, it, it, you know what the best thing about Charlotte is that she's going out with Andrade, right? Cien Almas, um, the guy who wants to get out of the WWE. Yeah, everyone does, doesn't he? Everybody does until they realize that uh, that there's nowhere else to go, and then they come back. Yeah, money talks. So, uh, Henry, last words for, from you before I let you go for this morning. Uh, so we've gone way over, but always fun to have you on the show. I had a lot of fun with you. Uh, I had a lot of fun, too. Um... Like my final play. words are everyone draft like shit so I can get better players and win this league. I need a spot to hang that banner right here. Uh, well, you got to go through Aaron first and, and with her, you got to deal with the Canadian exchange rates. Uh, so uh, your dollars. I can, I can slot over the Niner frame. I can slot over the signed Montana jersey and it'll fit right there between baseball life and Joe Montana. Oh, you are moving Montana over for the base fantasy baseball life I, banner. I got to brag. I got to keep baseball with baseball and football with football. Well, I, I eventually I, got to mount that damn uh, autograph baseball thing there, <laughs> too. Uh, you, know, you know what, bro? All I'm hearing from you is that the fantasy baseball, baseball life league is more important than the 49ers, which is kind of true. You know, what's the fun part is that I'm going to have fun because I'm going to win the fantasy league and the Niners are winning a Super Bowl. So it's going to be a hell of a year for me. Yeah, cocaine's a hell of a drug over there, huh? Hell of a year. Jimmy G raising that trophy is going to get a lot of people pissed off. <laughs> I know. Well, you say you were working out, but I think you were doing something else before you started this show. Jesus Christ, Henry. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, gang. Well, that's the show. Uh, sorry it went a little long, but I hope you guys had fun. We had fun recording it and uh, going live with you guys. So for Henry, I am Felipe. Make sure you check out Henry's uh, podcast tomorrow night, uh, Monday night with Vince Mercandetti. As a- 7 p.m. Eastern. Bitches. And uh, we'll see you guys next Sunday morning, as always. Have a good one, everybody. Total dongs. Okay, stop.